You can hear me for miles and 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 miles. Halsey Roofing is a multi-generational family-owned company that has been in the business of serving you for over 40 years. When Big Tom and his wife Sandy started Halsey Roofing all the way back in 1978, they did it with one goal in mind, and that goal was to put their clients and the family's needs first. Whether it be residential or commercial, you and your family are what matters. And that legacy is carried on today by their son, Matt, and his wife, Justine. With the commitment to providing you with the very best product and professional craftsmanship you will find anywhere. They offer free inspections, 24-hour emergency services for those times you really are in need. And while you have more important things to do than worry about haggling with the insurance company over what is best for you and your family, leave it to them and they will ensure you get the best for your money. Having been to Big Tom and Sandy's house for their 4th of July extravaganza and multiple barbecues with Matt and Justine, I can truly tell you they put family first and you are family. So, Paul, so you are running for... County board, yeah. Madison County, Illinois in Collinsville. Yes, sir, I will be running for county board. I called my mom and like, did Russia attack us? Are we going to war? What did they? What did they do? Bomb Alaska? They carpet bomb Anchorage? I didn't know. I'm shocked so. the Italian guy called his mother when things were an issue. <laughs> right, right. My mom's like, no, there's. Traduncan, motherfucker, Traduncan, uh, duck and stuffed inside of, or chicken inside of a turkey or some shit like that. Boom, tough acting, 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 acting. Actin'. Say goodbye to the old guy. You don't have to be as intense and as on a subject as Paul is, but you need people like Paul to be that way. Because if not, your freedoms and your liberties will be taken by somebody else. And I don't mean Democrat or Republican. Sure. Any of that bullshit. Uh, stop forcing your viewpoints on somebody else. You having a good day, man? You okay? You look a little hostile. You, like your body language, your tone and everything. Like you're a little upset. You need a hug? I got you, bro. All right. Well, um, so... Yeah, no, the, the goalie situation is good. It's not bad at all. So is that a yes or no one to hug? Um, I usually don't respond to children. Um, but oh, Sal, I don't stop. If I was you, I'd be mad at me too. I'm like that fucking retard kid over the corner. I, I don't stop. And by retard, I don't mean a retarded kid. I mean somebody who does ignorant shit. I apologize, PC people, PC people, PC people, PC. The real me, all love, no hate, no niggas eat off my plate. Now they wanna. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the right lane. Once again, I'm Lane. I'm Danny Wright, baby. Yeah, Danny's sitting right here with me in Nine Mile Studios. Hey, one thing, one thing. Rack House. Awesome. Awesome music. Thank you. Mr. Salute. Uh, go on Spotify, check out Mr. Salute. Um, Danny, uh, we've got a great show lined up for us today. We've got a, uh, got an awesome guest. Uh, Thank you. Paul. Hey, uh, a man of the uh, Paul's 44 I think you said 43 I'll be 44 March 27th Yeah he, and I'll, I'll round one, it off Once again Lane Once again Somebody who's in way better shape Than we are And can kick our ass Where do we find All these people He is a uh, professional bodybuilder Or uh, a clean professional bodybuilder yes, though. Steroid tested Steroid free Uh Go ahead, Paul. Tell us about yourself real quick. Give All right. Synopsis. Uh, just, just, a, just a short little introduction. Hey, and then we're getting into, uh, actually, we have got the call in from uh, Mikey Betts. He's, uh, he's, he's going. We can roll in with him real quick. I can talk after when he's done. All right. I can cool. throw my, my two cents about football. Please do. Please do. For sure. 
Uh, all right, so so we'll have uh, uh, Paul, hey, Mikey, professional body. Mikey, thanks for call, uh, talking to us, helping us out, and giving us these lines and stuff. Um, much love. Hey, Mikey, what's going on, my man? Hey, not too much, fellas. How you guys doing? Uh, doing super good, man. Hey, so the uh, the NFL playoffs, uh, the first ever uh, eighteen week season just uh, is is about to finish up. Do you have lines on uh, on this last week of the first eighteen week season? Sure, yeah. Actually, I'm uh, watching the game right now. Uh, huh. we got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. Uh, the game finished at minus 12 for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, my degenerate <laughs> ass decided to take the Chiefs minus 12 Told you. Points. Told you. Um, we got another good game this afternoon, or this late, after, late afternoon game. We got the Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are going to be getting four points from the Cowboys I'll take um, the boys all day. If anybody wants to take the Eagles, uh, I think uh, the Cowboys are going to be sitting at least half their team. So I think uh, the Eagles with the points might be a smart bet for uh, tonight's game. Are you saying that because of the uh, on tap right now? Um, you guys have any uh, any qualms about uh, those two games being played today? Right now, the Chiefs are tied with the Denver Broncos, seven to seven. Uh, I don't notice, um, sir. We've never met. This is Paul Nicolucci, the guest. I got fifty bucks on the Cowboys covering that spread. Um, you can pay Danny through me, or we can meet up, and you can pay <laughs> me when I win that bet, or vice versa. Hey, hey Mikey, Mikey, let me. Ask, so, so your your bet line, Mikey, is because the Cowboys are sitting after team because they're already locked in position where they're at though today. Correct. Yeah, the Cowboys are uh, supposed to be already uh, locked in their position for the most part. Uh, really, not too much to gain for the Cowboys right. here today. Now let me um, let me ask you one let me ask you one more question, Mikey. Uh, what was the line on the uh, Denver Broncos Kansas City Chiefs game? The Broncos were getting twelve points from the Denver from the Kansas City Chiefs. And who said to take the Broncos? I think that might have been you. <laughs> right on. Thank you, sir. Thank you, I want to carry on, carry on. Cool. So so as far as the uh, the, the important games where uh, the playoffs matter or like positioning matters and the seeds, uh, what else do we have to look forward to, uh, Mikey? Well, I'll tell you what. If the Kansas City Chiefs win this game, which they should, they might not cover the spread, but they should win the game. If they win and the Tennessee Titans lose their game, then that'll give the Kansas City Chiefs the number one seed in the AFC. Um, and the Titans are playing who? Let me check that real quick. We have the Titans at Houston Texans. So, oh. yeah, that's, uh, they should beat the Texans handily. They're actually giving the Texans 10 points. They are in Houston. Um, Houston's been pretty good at covering the spread this year, so um, be careful with that one. As, as far as bets go, but for the Chiefs, it's not looking that great for the first seed. I mean, it's not it's not necessarily in their hands. The, the, uh, the first seed is in the hands of the Texans, and, uh, well, I guess the, the, the Chiefs blew that last week. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that uh, that Joe Burrow, uh, he came in and uh, he put a beat down on him. Not necessarily a beat down, but he did enough to win the game. Yeah, and uh, pretty strong showing for Joe Burrow. Um, actually, I was going to get to that game as well. We have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns, and the Cleveland Browns are actually minus six points on the spread for this game. Reason being is they are sitting. Joe Burrow and some of the other starters. So that's why Vegas has the Browns as a minus six favorite. 
Wow. Is, is Joe Burrow sitting because of uh, playoff seedings already established, or is it due to an injury or whatever? Correct. Playoff seating is already established. There's no need to start Joe Burrow or any of their stars. So Cincinnati opted to sit their stars. Awesome. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, the uh, the the surprise bangles. I don't know if uh, many people saw that. Is that, is that really? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Uh, did it, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I I don't. I follow the Chiefs. You know, I, I'm not as you know. And also Tom Brady, obviously, because I love Tom Fuck Brady. Tom the goat. Hey, uh, Paul. Tom Paul, Brady. thoughts on thoughts on Tom Brady? Well, here's my thing about Brady. On when he first started to be really big, I was like an insecure twenty something, like 21, 22. I'm like, oh, I hate this guy. He's a good athlete. He's dangerously handsome, as Don Henley would say. But like. Look, he's a goat. He's had a run. He's Ladies been- and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I want you to understand one thing. Nobody made – Tom Brady didn't give the ball or not pat, or hand off the ball to Marshawn Lynch and throw it. Tom Brady didn't get the sack fumble in Atlanta. Tom Brady didn't, wasn't the defense. He wasn't the catch right. by Wes Welker. Right. Tom oh, yeah. Brady's okay. put up numbers for over 20 years that no athletes great guy. put up My, in great guy. any Mikey, sport. Mikey, uh, seg- so, segue us into that's, the uh, – That's what the, all I got to say about Tom yeah. Brady. Segway Love him or hate him. Fuck Tom Brady. Mike, segue us into the NFC side. Side of this. All right, on the NFC side, you have you have the Green Bay Packers that are locked into the number one seed. Um, however, Aaron Rodgers said he wants to keep the ball rolling in Detroit, so he is going to at least start the game in Detroit. I don't know if he's going to finish it. Uh, the spread on that game is Detroit is getting three from the Green Bay Packers wow. as of right now. Now I expect that spread to change sometime tomorrow. Only three. Uh, I would think the Packers kids could beat the Lions at this point. That's crazy. <laughs> they only gave them three. Well, well, what 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 other kind of mix-ups could there be going into the playoffs on the NFC side? Well, there's a little bit of a the Rams if they lose, it can there's a lot of things that can still happen as far as the seeding. I mean, I'd actually have to look at it on paper. Uh, nothing off the top of my head, but like I said, the number one seed's pretty much locked up. Uh, Dallas is pretty much locked up in their position. Again, that's why I think they're going to be sitting some of their guys. Um, I don't think they're going to be sitting Dak or anybody of that nature, but uh, I do believe they're going to be sitting guys maybe halfway through the game possibly. Um, but, yeah, without looking at it on paper, sorry, I said it came a little bit more prepared for the NFC side of things, but I think there's maybe just a few seeds that can switch positions okay cool i'm gonna smack you around next time you don't come prepared <laughs> awesome all right hell yeah man so uh so do you have any favorite uh oddball picks that you see maybe some surprises as far as betting goes well i, I like i said i really like the cleveland browns minus six again it's because joe burrow's not going to start the game I don't think they're going to start any of their uh, star wide receivers. So it's pretty much the B team versus Cleveland Browns. And uh, I was told that Cleveland wants to go out on a strong note. So with that being said, I think I really like, I don't think, I know I really like the Cleveland Browns minus six. Smart bet. So, Mike, you don't think that this is another time that the Browns become the Browns? It's midnight and they become the Browns. Oh, I, I totally agree with you on that, but I, I just think with them playing the B team from Cincinnati, I think they have a good chance of covering that uh, that six point spread there. 
Uh, uh, well, one, one last question I have for you. Um, sure. the, uh, uh, the, the number one seed is, uh, is, is different this year than it had been in previous years. Weren't there, there were two teams from each conference that got a buy every year prior to this. That is correct. That is correct, sir. Uh, this being a little bit different, um, there's only going to be one team that has a buy and that's the number one seed in each conference. And as you alluded to before, the Tennessee Titans pretty much hold that spot. Um, it's, it seems to be that they have that in, in a locked position because they play the Houston Texans. So as long as they don't lose and Kansas City wins, Tennessee will remain one seed and the Green Bay Packers will, regardless win, lose, or draw, remain the number one seed in the NFC as well. But you are correct. It used to be the first two seeds would get a bye in each conference. A little bit different this year. And and what, what that means is that there's uh, there's less teams compete, like, uh, really. So there might be more teams sitting players now because there's less teams, if they're already locked into the playoffs, but they don't get to compete for home field advantage, they might sit players. So there might be more of that, huh? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was saying earlier with the Dallas Cowboys. There's nothing really for the Cowboys to gain. Um, and again, on the NFC side, there's a there's a couple teams that can switch seeds. Um, I think the Rams being one of them, uh, Tampa Bay being another one of them. Fuck um, Tom Brady. If the Rams win, Tampa Bay don't loses. be hating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, though: all of the teams that are uh, that have playoff spots right now. They're pretty much the favorite to win their game. So that means that they're pretty much all locked into their spots as of right now. Okay. That's just it's just one of the uh the, the effects of, of the new uh uh schedule structure that, that people may not have thought of. But uh thanks for helping us uh all kind of uh square that up. Hey, thanks a lot, Mikey, for uh for for the uh, Mikey Betts uh segment uh appreciate that man um thank you for calling in bro. Hey, hey yo Southside mikey bets brother i appreciate it man one love and uh let's go chiefs right let's go chiefs baby right on all right, all right. see hey see you next time buddy take care all right, Thanks, all right. tom brady all right no uh um, <clears throat> don't be hating on all that hunk status he's got going at 45 <laughs> years old sounds like sounds like straight hater shit huh i'm telling you i mean it's like, not a hater i don't hey. den- i don't deny that he's one of the greatest ever I just think that four, one of the greatest, three or four people in in history could have been hey. put in his position and done the same thing. People, That's people, a bold statement for that long a time. Yeah, Dude, we're not talking that nine long, or ten years. That we're long a time. That long a time. He did it with one coach and one organization who controlled everything, and then he picked, and then he got that cherry 20, pick. Twenty years though. He, I know one organization who didn't let time decide anything, which was the smartest thing you could ever do. You well, he pick, decided to leave and you know, still win. You know why? I know he, he cherry somebody picked, else. He, he cherry picked the team. 40s. The two best wide receivers in the league today. The two best wide receiver combo in the league today. He went into their team. The best front four in the league if today Kurt, on defense. If Kurt, you know Kurt. what though? His ace Gronkowski came out of retirement for him. How many people you know that would be multimillionaires that would come out of retirement, not playing for a year, mind you, just to play with this guy? That's how good of a teammate he is. That's how great he is. Don't I mean, you, I, I love, I, I, look, I love Joe right? Montana, I Italian American. Joe like Montana's me. not even top five. I don't deny. Whoa, Tom, hey, hey, hey! Short term, he was. I don't deny. He Tom, had about a ten year run. That, that, that had an offense that nobody in the league had ever seen before. 
That's he why let the, it do. Joe Joe Montana that, was tough. That West Coast offense, he was he, he had he had ice in his veins, but he wasn't the best. He, he took a garbage team like Kansas City ooh. and almost got him to the Super Bowl back in the early nineties. Thank you very much. Montana that was, team was great. Not garbage. That team was not garbage. They had the, a good defense. Can't look, man. Kansas City never made it anywhere. I and when the Cardinals moved, and I was a little kid, I used to have to watch them in the Bears. You like, football was so boring back then. <laughs> he made the Chiefs watchable and winnable. So they he, they had a good defense and right. a good running back. They weren't a shit team. Ah, uh, they were they, below average. Hey, let me ask you this question. Ray, help me out here. Hey, let, me, about my let me ask you this question. When when right. Joe Montana left, right. did the San Francisco 49ers win a Super Bowl? They did. Were they as good as when they had? They didn't win. They didn't win three of them in ten years. Are the Patriots good now? Time out. Yes, they are. They're in the playoffs. Okay. Let me ask you this question. They're not winning the Super Bowl. How long good? How long did it take them to win a Super Bowl after Montana? Like four years. Let's say they do. If the Patriots do compete in the playoffs, does that does that go against your argument? Do you know who might pick to win the AFC Championship game is? It's the Patriots this year. Really? Let's get some action on that. Let me let you know a little question. Let me let you know a little secret, too, that y'all don't realize. When Peyton Manning got hurt and didn't play, his team went 2 and fucking 14. When Tom Brady got hurt and didn't play, his team went 11 and 5. Hey, Bobby, you can't hear me right now, but wake up one time, pick your head up, look at the sky, and say 11 and 5, motherfucker, because that's the difference. Hey, uh, but what what did the Patriots do without Brady last year? Oh, because they had to revamp their whole shit how they oh, played. It took one, one year. Guy left. It took one year to reload. It took one year to reload. Where the Patriots aren't going to the Super Bowl, brother. Not by I, long. I know shot. they're not, not going to the Super Bowl. Right. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Oh my God! I will, I will almost buy you a restaurant. Not take you out there <laughs> and pay for it if that comes true. <laughs> Good lord! All right, let's go back to the show. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, I want to introduce everybody to our uh, special guest today, uh, Paul Nick Lucy. Um, That's close enough. Nicolucci. 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 Yes, sir. Italian American. Yes. Correct. Uh, professional bodybuilder. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm very- an IPE pro. Thank you, sir. How old? Yeah. How old? I'll be 44 March 27th. And looks like he's chiseled from granite, ladies Jesus and gentlemen. Jesus Christ, man! Can we Thank get you. Can we get somebody no, in this, here? This can't is, kick our ass. This is why we have Bobby. This is why we have Bobby. <laughs> Even 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 Sybil is like uh, just like God damn it! Can't you guys get somebody in here? It's not tough. Um, no, thank you for being here today, Paul. Sure. Thank you, uh, Paul. Uh, we have you in here today because you are a professional bodybuilder, and yes, uh, uh, you you have you have a great story. And uh, well, thank you. And uh, did, let me let me ask you. So so you are a natural bodybuilder, yes, sir. Specifically, so so this is something that uh, I don't know if many people. Everybody's familiar with bodybuilders, Arnold. You know, blah yes, blah sir. blah, running running through the list. Oh yeah, but but not everybody knows that there's. Uh, I don't I don't know how many of these professional bodybuilders aren't roiding out. Oh, the ones that you see in the pictures in the magazines with the, that just look like they're they can't be from this world. They're not. Those are the guys that they're they're not natural. Nothing that they do is natural. If you see a guy that has muscles on top of muscles on top of muscles, he's juicing. Am I right or wrong? I would have to look at the guy that's somewhat of an accurate description. Uh, you know what I mean? You got traps on top of your traps? Uh, you know what? Danny knows this shit. That's where a lot of big androgen receptors are in your body. You start to juice. Your shoulders, your traps, they blow up pretty quick out of proportion of the rest of your body. That's not a, a telltale sample all right. the time. 100% this guy's traps and sh- delts are great, so he's on juice, but those grow. If you look at Hollywood movie stars, you're, uh, oh, man. Hope Chris Hemsworth doesn't listen to this. But <laughs> him or uh, who's James Bond? Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig. You can tell when they play with the juice, their shoulders let me, let and me their you. traps kind of blow up. That's not the only indicator. There's 
intracellular water retention. Oh, wow. I can tell why they're on, but like. Your face gets fatter. The water retention. Uh, depends what they're not what necessarily. They're, no, not necessarily. No, not necessarily. Let depends me, on diet, what they're taking. Let me ask you this well, question. A lot of it on diet, too. Let me ask you so. this question. Because uh, somebody like myself, right. I've, sure. I've never taken steroids or anything, but I, I look at it like, right. and I don't know if steroids is really what I'm trying to say as more as PEDs. Sure. Like, uh, Lila Zeta took whatever he took and supposedly died of cancer. Right. Barry Bonds took supposedly whatever he took and is going to live to be 874. Why isn't there more of a push today? Uh, if it helps us, and I don't right. know that Barry Bonds, obviously he's not going to live to be that old, but it, it doesn't look like it hurt him in any way at all other than the people who look at him differently. What well, is your... Well, you brought up Arnold earlier, and I don't know how old he's off the top of my head. I'd say he's probably 74, 75. He's a year younger than uh, Sylvester. Is he really? Okay, well, Arnold used steroids heavily, not just like an occasional user. Used them heavily. He's older than the natural age, so I don't know. Maybe he's got good genetics, but that tells you something. Sylvester Stallone, he always said he admitted he, looks he, good. he admitted to using uh, you know steroids, growth he, hormone under a doctor's care. He got caught in Australia under with, a doctor's he care. Got, he yeah, got, he got and caught he in said, Australia hey. with a briefcase full of fucking PEDs. But they had prescriptions, I so I don't. Um, I don't think anybody's like mad at him for it. I well, mean, the he's thing not is, competing. For well, anything. he admitted to like he's like, look, your guys' views on this stuff's archaic. Uh, I'm under doctor's care. I'll be healthy. I'll be fine. And I'm not, you know, condoning what those two guys did, but I'm just saying, you, you just got to speak logically. They're still going strong at you their look age. Really, you look really so good doc- for your age, though. Yeah, if doctors... And not just for your age. For in, oh, for me? At 20, yeah, you look really good right. for a 25-year-old, 28-year-old. Like you're you. in fit and you're in good shape. Uh, well, how, how did you not ever get into PEDs or anything like that? Well, like, for me, there wasn't really... I was never really overly tempted. Like... Uh, as far as bodybuilding competitions go, you know, I'll be 44 in March. When I was coming up in bodybuilding, like, I started to lift weights heavy, you know, for martial arts in the 90s, early 2000s. That era had some gigantic bodybuilders that were diced. I mean, probably the best bodybuilders ever as far as just aesthetics. I mean, these guys were ripped. They were dry. They had good size. We're talking Dorian Yates, Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie Coleman. And I looked at these guys. They're about my height, you know, uh, 5'9", 5'10". I think Ronnie was 5'11". They're like 280, 300 pounds, 270 on stage. I'm like, I will never get that big. And honestly, I will not spend the money to do PEDs like that. And I just never wanted to get that big. I thought, so, it'd be da- I, th- I thought it'd be dangerous to do that many PEDs, even in my early 20s. I'm like, this is going to be dangerous and not healthy to do that many PEDs to get to that level. And if I compete at something, I want to be the best at it. I understand. Like, so, one of the things I heard somebody say is uh, right. no matter if you're 283 fat or if you're 283 and there's muscle, your your heart is still too, is pumping all of that shit for 283 pounds. Uh, it, I think it, that's it's I've still heard bad. That too. It's still bad on your heart. Is it's totally different though. 283 of peeled and ripped is a lot better than 283 of a lot of fat because there's a lot of other factors that go into having all that belly fat, like you know diabetes. Are, are you looking? Are you looking at my stomach? Are you no. looking at my stomach right now? <laughs> like are you pointing at my stomach right now? I, just... I can't even see your stomach. <laughs> you're sitting down, got a sweatshirt on, but uh, no, no. But I get what you're saying though. Being 283 regardless is unhealthy. A chubbier 283s, a little unhealthier than well, like a really ripped 283. Thank God I'm only 200 and yeah. Wait, what was the next question, Lane? Uh, so um, yeah, yeah. Uh, go going in going into bodybuilding. So sure. so at what age at what age did you know that this is something you were gonna do? Oh uh, man, see that's a, I'm glad you bring that up. I want to do it in the 90s, but I'm like I just like I told you before. I mean, I don't want to do all the. PDs. Look, I just didn't want to look like Dorian Yates. He's my favorite bodybuiler of all time. Nice guy and intellectual. Well, were you? Were you? But like- I just, I just didn't want to do that. And then uh, one of my friends was like, "Hey, Paul, 
There's natural bodybuilding around. This what, is pre what, what, age, what age are we talking, though? Probably teens, honestly, because I started teens? to diet and train like a bodybuilder when I was doing martial arts. Or, I used or, to read their stuff and train like In high school, you're talking? High school, yeah. Okay. And and you grew up where? Where uh, high school? Like, I grew up in Edwardsville. Like wrestling programs type stuff? Yeah, or? and martial arts, taekwondo, jiu-jitsu. I, okay. I, I suck at team sports. I, They're great, but like I got to do my own thing. It's like I'm accountable myself right i don't have to worry about gelling with anybody like that which i can gel with people in other walks of life but no, i, I just kind of want me and you mano y mano you take me i take you hey the best man wins and the thing about uh individual sports which got me ready for bodybuilding you can't go to sleep in an individual sport you go to sleep wrestling pinned mma you're gonna get choked out or knocked out so that's kind of thing man you got to be on all the time you can't take a playoff like randy moss says i play when i want to do that in mma do that in wrestling. You're going to have a short career. No, no there's no there's no really highlight reels for a lazy kind of MMA guy who just lived off natural talent. Because if you get lazy in that sport, you're on a high level. You're going to get caught. <laughs> uh, Ray, Ray might know somebody like that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, the teams, what I find funny about myself is uh, – I was such a team sport player back in the day that stood out, like tried to stand out and stuff. And then as I got older in life, all my sports were individual, but I became more of a, uh, a team oriented person. Sure. Well, you have to be when you train like jujitsu. I had a good team. I trained with good coach. You got to get along with your guys. I I like talking more shit than anything. (laughs) You're a good shit talker. (laughs) Uh, That's my favorite thing about it. Uh, So, so what besides the mano a mano attracted you to to bodybuilding? Because there's like you could play tennis, you could have played golf. There's, there's a number of things. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe it's a little bit of the time I grew up in, and I like to lift weights, and I never minded dieting, man. Even at age 13, 14, when I really started to watch what I eat, I didn't mind cutting out McDonald's. So this is naturally something that yeah, I mean naturally. Like I wish I could explain it, but I cut out a lot of bad food. I'd never been a big party guy um, you know I'll go out and have fun with my friends so on you're like the complete op- you're like the complete opposite of me that's in some ways but we got a lot in common yeah but it's <laughs> no like, I'm saying but I like the diet right. I, mean, I love pizza I love McDonald's uh, partying right, I, don't, I don't love McDonald's I haven't eaten no not anymore I don't uh, like McDonald's anymore but as a 14 year old kid 15 year old kid but we was going to get them two double Big Macs and shit. You know what I'm saying? When I go off my diet man I'll get some pizza but I'm not wasting all McDonald's okay, what's your, what type of pizza are you getting on your cheat? I'm not going to lie. I'm an Emo's guy. St. Louis guy. <laughs> Ric Flair, when he comes to St. Louis, always eats an Emo's. He, should, he even says it top, on the commercials. Because so. Emo's is the best cracker pizza in the, on, in the planet, on the planet, in the world. Well, ever. if you want to simplify it that way, I guess you could say no, that. No, because I've heard people outside of, outside of what's in this room talk shit about it. Fuck you, too. Okay, Ric Flair likes it. What does that tell you? That guy's eating pizza probably all over the world, and he likes Emo's. Says it's his favorite. Hey, let me ask you a question. That, yes, sir. Uh, uh, just, just for the listeners. So as far as bodybuilding goes, there's there's different classes, right? So sure. There's, so there's bodybuilding, there's figure modeling, there's different classes, right? Yeah, you know your shit. Figure what, modeling? What, 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 there's, fig, the, there's figure, there's girls who compete so, in figure, and there's men's physique, various classes. So so, so what are these different classes? And uh, and are, are you in the biggest class or do do me a favor uh, for the listeners and explain what what the spectrum is for for these types of events. I'm going to be honest now the bodybuilding is kind of falling off as far as numbers go lots of people took another route they went into physique they went into something they call classic physique uh I'm not going to say it's any easier no part of these contests are easy but it doesn't show off as much and show off the hamstrings the glutes you know there's you know well, if you if you do the men's physique you wear board shorts you Probably train your legs. I'm not saying men's physique guys don't. 
but they're not showed off, so you don't have to dial them in. So, so like, right. okay, so so the classic Arnold from the from the late seventies or whatever is an aesthetic look well, that I'm, that might not compete in the in the big time bodybuilding now, right? Uh, he would get crushed now in okay. local shows, but but that, he but he not, may have, the game nice. the game's changed. That is right. not nice. But, nothing against Arnold. Nothing against Arnold. No, no, but the greatest ever. But, but I take that back. I mean, I don't like Arnold Schwarzenegger, the man, but I respect what he's accomplished on a lot of levels. But but doesn't that look have a different class now, where it's an aesthetic kind of thing instead of like just as huge as you can get? Isn't isn't it broken down that uh, way? Or am I wrong? Well, I will say at the time, the late sixties, early seventies, they took as big as they could get. Him and Lou Ferrigno, Dave Draper, those were gigantic guys. Uh, their trunks are less revealing. God, I feel weird talking about this for a bunch of men, but I wear Brazilian cut trunks. They show off my ass. They basically wore like we enjoyed almost look- almost wore boxers. Almost we, we enjoyed looking look at like. your ass in the pictures earlier, right? So they didn't show off as much as I did. And honestly, man, those guys, I look I'm as lean as they are about eight weeks out from a show. Holy! So I got about two months more dieting compared to those '70s bodybuilders, and they're great. Well, and certainly, like, Frank Zane was diced. He was ripped to the gills back in the 70s. But, like, Schwarzenegger, Ferrigno, that era, they're not ripped like me or other modern IFPB bodybuilders. They're not nearly as cut as Phil Heath or Dorian of those What? Guys. No. Not close. We're going to have to pull this up. Never Please Never pull mind. up a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger from the back to Dorian Yates, young man. I'll show Actually, you. Actually, one of the first, the first right. cha- uh, bodybuilding championships that Arnold won, I read somewhere that I mean, he, it was a different time. Well, I read, a lot I, I read that him on. and Lou Ferrigno, uh, right. actually, they placed as a tie. But because of Arnold or whoever it was, Arnold stepped in front of them and actually went out there, and the other guy didn't. He's the one that they just gave the trophy to. I don't know. You'd have to look at that competition. I don't think him and Fregno were really that close in competition. I think Fregno usually placed about two or three places. You're telling below me him. there's a guy. Look at that. Look at the third one, to, the second or the third one. To, look at that. Look at that. All right. What, what do you? What do you? What do you? Think I would about, rub lotion on that. What, what do you think about uh, about height? Pull up Dorian Yates and Arnold Schwarzenegger's back pick there, young man. I'll show you. How? how what do you think about height? Because page. because what, dice from were, weren't there weren't there like ten inches between Arnold Schwarzenegger and Lou? Oh yes. No, I mean Schwartz. I think Fregno's about six five. Schwarzenegger six one six two. Oh, oh I didn't that? know. Or- I thought they're tall bodybuilders in modern standards. I thought Arnold was like five oh, foot ten. No, no, he's he's a fairly tall guy. He's a presence. So so what's uh what's oh, wow. What's an advantage? Dorian Holy shit. Right Dorian Yates is Paul, a monster. Paul, Paul yeah. what would you say is an advantage? A, a long frame or a or short stocky frame? Uh, short stocky because of the full muscle bellies. Uh, you have full muscle bellies. You look bigger. What year um, was Dorian Yates? Uh, he was in the 90s. He was oh. from like 93 to 98, so I believe. 20, 20 years of uh, fine-tuning and... Well, look at look at that. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger was never cut like that. I'm not no, taking I, I anything away that. from Arnold at that time. What year is that. that? It's the 90s. That's the 90s. People don't look like that now. Look how dry he is. That's shadow. That's got to be some pictures, the doctor. No, right? no. That guy, He's he was sick. He had conditioning like... Him and Ronnie Coleman had... Ronnie Coleman. Now, now, this isn't a, this Coleman isn't a clean bunch. guy we're talking no. about. No, no, they're not clean. Right, so so what's happening with his balls right there? Any, uh, any hey, uh, I'm not getting into that. I don't know what he's taking. Hey, look look so. up Ronnie Coleman today. Ronnie Coleman 2022, whatever it is. But you know what? Dorian Yates that's walked a, that's away. That's crazy. That's crazy. He walked away at a good time. I wow. listened to his podcast. I follow him on social media. He walked away at a good time. He's healthy. He's doing cardio. He's lifting. For a guy his age, any age, he looks great. He's living a good life. He found balance. He walked away at the right time. Look at Ronnie Coleman today. Ronnie Coleman lifted so different. He would, like, squat 800 pounds for reps while he was in a calorie deficit. For reps. I can't imagine that, period, let alone a calorie deficit trying to go heavy like he did. 
So that's I will be, say the one that's thing the best I, physique I've ever seen. Ronnie, from my, from my personal I, eyes. Right, look how look at that one right there. Look how ripped that yeah. back and those glutes are. I think Ronnie on his game could even take Dorian. I um, do think. I think that today though right. that he's on. Uh, he I would see, he would spank the reigning Mr. Olympia. Oh, he, he uh, big Ramy. No that, doubt. That picture down at the bottom right by you. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. I mean, I'll tell you the thing about Ronnie, which I, I don't know why the bodybuilding world didn't jump on us. He's such a cool guy. Why did they not put a microphone in that guy's face on it? In his gay, he would have been really famous because he's such a cool, reasonable, down to earth guy. He's a guy you could see and just hang out it's with it, and shoot the it, shit it's with. Something I also want the right. people out there to understand: you can take all the steroids whenever you want in life, right? And you're not going to look like Ronnie Coleman. Well, Ronnie Coleman <laughs> had discipline. Ronnie Coleman did whatever it took to win. I mean, he's got great genetics. No, I mean, there's there's people who probably take more stuff than him in the gym who aren't good competitors, but. At the time, you know, Ronnie's got that work ethic. He's got yeah, the Yeah, but he ain't got no hair, so. No, I, I, I got better hair than he does. You have great hair, Danny. Lane, yours is probably better than his. You got a whole ball spot in the back. Ouch. <laughs> so, uh, performance-enhancing hair. Uh, that's what we're uh, looking for. If you find any of that, let me know. show is sponsored by Keeps. No. Um, uh, so, uh, so you, yeah, you, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, he was, I mean, as right. far as, as far as, uh, all time, all time great. Yeah, look at that waistline. I mean, the dude is unbelievable. His waist. Was well, he doesn't have that turtle gut. A turtle. No, he turtle. Did. No, he didn't. Yeah, turtle. Turtle gut. Late is, in his is career, a, he did, but his first four Mister Olympias, he was hard to touch. That's that's a problem, right? right? And and what is what is, what is turtle gut? Come he only from? has four. No, no, no. His first four. I think he's got oh. like oh god, off the top of my head, he's got probably seven. Ronnie oh, does. Oh, oh wow. You can look it up. Fact check me, my young man, if you're still up. Um, <laughs> No, but Ronnie, uh, the turtle gut, uh, a lot of people get into the weeds about it, maybe just doing heavy deadlifts or building your core up so much. Some people say your intestines large, well, I've, enlarged I've, I've from heard, PDUs. I've heard I've so. heard, yeah, I've heard it's from right. uh, from maybe HGH. Or well, something. that's that's what some people say. Is there long-term a, studies a, to prove that? I'm not sure, GH, so I'm not going to comment. Uh, George St. Pierre took it, and his isn't from that. He didn't take no... You H know what? I've seen people with extended abdomens who were clean, so uh, it could be an intestinal issue, but... Loading up with a lot of oral PEDs and HGH could probably contribute. George to it. never tested positive. I don't think George was a a, a steroid guy. I, just, no, I, I don't, don't know, he but he had, he had the turtle I don't gut. Think so. He had the turtle gut. Really? I think yes. that's genetic. Well, because he yes. ate so much to get uh, well to get the one eighty five, he got uh, diverticulitis. I think from just eating so much. You're right. He, I mean, he, George St. Pierre is a one in a billion well, athlete the sick athletic ability that guy that guy was never a wrestler he learned actually, how to wrestle in the u.s stick in olympic actually i think it's, it's not because he's right. a once in a lifetime he was dedicated to what he was doing yeah like, right that's what i like he's an actually a true like ray i tell his people about ray right. all the time I'm like ray is a true martial artist yes ray is a true and so, so is george like, like yeah, george george right. there's very few like bj penn i would relate myself more to bj penn we fight on saturday we get drunk and fucked up the rest of the week <laughs> Well, George St. Pierre, like you say, is a true martial yes. artist like Ray, a gentleman in real life, off the, out of the cage, just a nice guy, well-read, he'll help anybody. He's a great guy. He's a good role model. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, The UFC George. was at its best, like money-wise. You could probably measure like him against Connor, but I bet him all his fights versus Connors, oh, he would have probably more watchers. People like that. He's a great guy. He's not made up. That's George. There's nothing. You know? he, he's the first boring, right. big-time Combat sports fighter that I remember ever seeing. Well, for, I still for, wanted to watch him. You're right. Those five I, rounds, yes, George were, were, Words yeah. per pay per view because he wasn't saying a whole lot. No. You know what I mean? I mean, he might be the highest. Uh, I, I want to say if you take, he had take, a run. He was legit like Connor's here and gone. You know, he could start getting his ass whipped. 
Actually, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna say he's here and gone. No, he is. He is. He is. No, he's not. He, he looked pretty. Looked pretty saucy. He better. He better go stay. He better go stay at 145. Because 155 ain't ain't worried about. Did you that see shit. Connor on uh, the internet lately? I mean, he's not. Yeah, the 190. Nobody's worried about swole. that guy. He looks pretty saucy. No, All right. No, nobody what, at what 155. Now, when you see something right. like that, do you think? Do you think PEDs? Uh with him. Uh, I'll say yeah, just for the fact. At that age, you put on a lot of muscle really quick. Like I said, the intercellular water retention. Do you believe that pictures can like? Because he's not like fat, but the water he's retaining in his muscles. It's not just. Do you believe a picture can paint a picture that's not really of the guy? Yeah, you know, you said it, and I should like maybe see more, maybe see him in person before I judge him like that. I don't. No, you know, I don't really want to. Not that you mentioned, Danny. I'm glad you correct me. I don't want to go into the weeds. I, I wasn't that. trying to correct right. you, but I, I lived. No, but, but you're right, though. But I mean, just from that picture, if if he walked in here and he looked like that, I'd be like, this right. Guy. Well, we had the lockdown, you know? and right, and everybody was quarantined and stuff. Right. We didn't go nowhere, so I lived in my basement one day, and then I took a picture. But the angle right. I took the picture at and shit looked like I had been working out for the last three months and right, shit. It was sure. a really good picture. So every time I see people now, I'm always like, what do the shadows do to that? Right. And they're actual. But he's not whooping nobody's ass at 55, by the way. I, no. I, I don't want to keep going Show back. Show that and picture forth. the modern picture of Connor where people think he's looking all Connor twenty twenty two. Yeah. Connor twenty twenty two. Man, like Danny brought up, it's so hard to say if that was. But just I do know that that, guy, that guy's uh, pinpoint accuracy and his rise to greatness was one of the the the, the, the great. Look at that picture on the oh, far from yeah second from the right right there top right both of them. Oh, I see him. Uh, he looks. This mo- one I'll say. Oh man, but maybe both of them. Look out of those shoulders. Oh, right, he looks monstrous. Yeah. Ooh. I wonder if people photoshopped that shit though. I don't know. And we also have to remember these over here on the left and stuff. That's right. that's one forty five Connor who's cutting all that weight. Right. I don't know. Time will tell because if he fights, he's going to have to take a test. And I, I know, but see, from what I know, the UFC takes pretty tough tests. Sixty thousand dollars per test is how much it costs the USADA to te- their UFC to pay the USADA to test these guys. That sounds like a whopper. Who told you that? I'm not. No, now, now Dana White. Sounds- Dana White. Really? He, they, because because they're testing for. It's, they're not testing for what you're taking. They're testing for all the things that mask and hide and block what they're testing for. I've never heard of a sixty thousand dollar drug test, but maybe they got maybe, maybe they got some foolproof one. Ch- so. Chael Sonnen's actually the one who right. said it too, because uh, he said that uh, when he got tested positive for one of the samples tested right. positive, and the other one That's was still, a B sample, A and a B. Yeah, the other one was still out there, and he was like, when somebody talked, that's I, I, why I love Chael Sonnen. Besides the fact he's the bad guy, but he's so honest. He said, I was wondering. When John Jones was out there, he was right. going to be wondering the same thing. How good is their testing? And then when the B sample came back for me, I knew their testing was really good. And, right, sure. And he said they're paying up to $60,000 per test for fucking all their fighters well, and stuff. Well, if they're paying that much for a test, they're going to catch anybody on anything. And they did catch John a lot. So. Well, see, the thing they, is, got, they got metabolites and everything. Yes, and that's I what they're testing right. for. But then uh, Victor Conte, who's, I believe, the uh, right. Barry Sanders guy, or Barry Bonds guy, I'm sorry. Barry Bonds guy, yes, uh, He said that, no matter, we're, we're still one step ahead. Every time that a, uh, a guy gets caught, we figure out how he got caught, what he got caught for, and why, and then we change what we do to to help that. Well, you may have something there. If John worked with him, one drug test he had said he had multiple antiestrogens and like a sick, very low testosterone count, almost lower than a woman, so you'd think he'd have his testicles removed unless he had something to mask his real testosterone for that day or it's just really hard to say, but it's like a really crazy low testosterone count for a guy who went five rounds. Right. So it's just like one of the things that uh, something's not at something's not at right. So you thing, might have a point. One of the things I always tell people that though, right. no matter what, and, and except for MMA, no matter what steroids you take or what right. PED you took, 
you're never going to be that guy. No, not, no, no, no. But no. MMA is different to me, though, because it allowed you to train harder. It allowed you to take that extra rep, right. that extra round. Well, it allowed you to – like, you can't do, throw the kicks and be, have the technique that Jones has, but to, to no. have the ability to do all of the things that Jones did – Man, I, man. Well, see, the PDs in contact sports, you can kill somebody. Yes. So that's why they really got to watch the testing. And, like, I mean, I just think they're lackadaisical on football testing. These guys are freaking giants. And they're, they're so fast. Do you know who gets popped in the NFL? They, they, pop, they pop baseball players, which, look, you want to pop them, Barry Bonds, all those guys. But you look at the size of these NFL guys, and you look at, it, like, the size of the guys in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, weight training's gotten better, and nutrition's gotten better. Not that bad. Not like the word, like, you know, defensive end should have, like, 30 pounds of muscle on a defensive end from the 90s. I you agree. know what I mean? Like, wow. I agree 100%. So, I've said that on previous right. episodes that uh, nobody in the NFL gets te- – that nobody no. really pops. No, and, <laughs> and they are gigantic. There can't be that many genetic freaks out there. Lane, got- is it, he must listen to the show. He, uh, he's not. He's just. He, I mean, he's well, just, I do no, listen to your show. I said. Yeah. No, I said the, right. almost the exact same thing. There's only the limit. The people in the population who are six foot eight, six foot five, two eighty, and running a four four. Yeah, is so small. That there's no way that nobody pops dirty for anything in the NFL. You're telling me Ray Lewis was 39 years old, still doing what Ray Lewis was doing, and nothing was aiding him. Fuck out of here. I, you know, I don't want to call people out by names, but I just look at the hey, size of these guys. Hey, Ray, Ray I love like, you, by the way, but uh, you, were, you, were, you were doing some dirty shit. Probably the best backer ever besides LT. But, True. like, um, I just look at the size of these guys, and, like, they don't have all year to build muscle. You can't build muscle when you're playing football. No. You're doing all that cardio, getting beat up. So you guys put a ungodly amounts of muscle on it. It would make most bodybuilders jealous on uh, the off-season gains you make what with a- no off-season. What age like, do you wow. feel that – because just from yeah. – um, um, my the amateur looking outside in, I've been and from remembering right. what I was like at 23, 25, you stopped putting on really any big gains. After that, it was unless until you were thirty, and then they were right. fat gains. What well, age do you really think? Do, have you noticed that, that 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 happens in men? It depends on the person, like how hard you're weight training. If you're a new person to weight training, you can put on that good initial size the first five years, any age you're at. Honestly, obviously, it's easier when you're younger. But like, if you've been pumping hard, you've been dieting from the time you're 16 to 23, you're not going to get a whole lot bigger. I mean, honestly, since high school, I mean, I, I'd i been dieting at that point by the time I was a senior for a while, been eating good, eating a lot better now, training a lot harder now. I haven't put on all that much muscle. I might have put on but 20 you, pounds of muscle since high school. You and stay, that's a lot, 20 pounds but, of muscle. But you stayed like in the gym pretty and stuff like that, high school. and you watched your diet. Right. What, what do you think if you just don't watch your diet and you stay in the gym? Well, I'm saying anybody like these guys that are, you know, they might graduate high school, they're a defensive end, maybe they're 6'4", 220, and they're in the NFL. By the time they're 23, they're 6'4", 280 and leaner. I cry foul. Right on. I, I mean, I just, you know. No, I, I – I, I feel bad for knocking people's hustle. I just cry foul. Man. It's not. Just, no, we have. The, I mean, we all have eyes. We all can see right. who the like. You just don't see. Plus, anyone. they don't have the time to build for twelve months, eleven months, nine months, even because you're doing two a day practices, all kinds of cardio, getting your body beat up. You're not eating and training to get big, but somehow these guys are the best specimens on the planet. Hey guys, uh, I think we're uh, we're gonna take a little break. We'll come back. We're gonna do a squared up. And uh, and then I think you have a special announcement to make yes, on the sir. show today. So uh, excited about that. We'll be right back, guys. Halsey Roofing presents This Day in Basic Bitch History. 
January 2003, Seattle, Washington, seventh floor of the Starbucks headquarters at Research and Development in the Liquids Lab. Former Sanford basketball player Peter Dukes poured shots of espresso on slices of pumpkin pie, ate it with a fork, and knew they were on to something. That following fall season in Vancouver, Canada, the very first pumpkin spice latte was sold to a group of ladies wearing Ugg boots. This day in basic bitch history. <laughs> so we're sitting here with Lane and Paul today uh, talking about uh, bodybuilding and the cleanness and the steroid PEDs versus non-PEDs. Sometimes it's a it's a life choice, a decision, but some people are just integrity. Uh, you want to live your life clean and eat clean. And uh, so that kind of segues into the next thing. What, what, after bodybuilding now at this point in your life in the stage, right. what is your next endeavor? Thanks, uh, you know, Danny, me and you talk offline. We're friends. Real talk, everybody. Uh, man, I don't like the way the country's going. Uh, it's very unrecognizable from when I was a kid. Hell, even five years ago. Uh, these COVID lockdowns have really hurt the country to the point to where it's not going to be recognizable if we don't pump the brakes on this thing quick. I mean, um, I mean, kids have not been educated for two years in a lot of places. Uh, my where I live, Collinsville, the district I represent right now is a precinct committeeman, hopefully soon to be board member. They don't have school for like 10 days now. They canceled school for 10 days uh, over teachers missing, this and that. And I'm just like, we cannot keep this up. I work in a refinery, you know, besides the bodybuilding thing. That's how I make my money. We felt that too. I mean, people miss work. There's worker shortages. Uh, a supplier who sells the stuff that we need to get to our customer they have worker shortages, supply shortages, too. This is a domino effect, man. We inherited a really good country. I mean, we're Americans. I can go to the grocery store and buy a fish that got caught out of any one of the seven seas right now. I can get any food I want right now. I can do whatever I want. We're not going to have that luxury. There's 185 countries in the world. Only one of them lives like we do, and that's us. That's coming apart right now. All these people sitting at home, not doing work, or these politicians getting greased by Big Pharma for all these vaccine mandates and all these companies making money overseas. They are damaging the country so bad right now, they will not be able to repair it, and it's going to hit them. It may not hit them now, but it's going to hit the future generations of their family because we are not going to have the same standard of living. I mean, we don't now. I mean, mentally, this COVID and these lockdowns, the way we live now is taking a toll on all of us. I don't mean. To I don't care. I don't care who you are, but it has. It it definitely has. Right. But, but the the thing that I think of, and I mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no, go for it. But in the beginning, everyone was scared, and if anyone says they were not scared or nervous or had set, like thoughts of what could possibly happen, they're right. lying. Because we watched the people of Italy, we watched the people of Europe perish and die, and so everyone and every it was so infectious that it just it ran across the world. Uh, why do you think that? After we've gotten numbers and there's da there's data to support that it's a certain type of lifestyle, a certain type of human being. Sure. But it's not just anybody and everybody either. Because I, I got COVID last year yeah, in December. I had it. Uh, I thought I was going to die. 
Like it, it was my, I was so bad. And then I read into like the blood types. It, it affects different blood types differently. Mm-hmm. And I was fairly healthy back then. Oh yeah. Then too. But the blood type had more to do with how, how sev- the severity of it sure. than anything else. Uh, I don't want anybody to get it, but I'm not, I'm not down for any of those lockdowns no, no, or no. like that. But why do you think that after the, all the information was given out to us, have we not changed our, like the, the, the mass of people hasn't changed their course? Uh, as far as unhealthy habits, I mean, we haven't really beat people over the head with that. I mean, it's about vaccine mandates. It's not about dieting, exercise. You don't think the that, right kind of vitamins, the calcium, the magnesium. You don't the think the vitamin, social media hasn't done know, that, the, though? The, the vitamin D, all the stuff to fight off COVID anyway, the zinc. You don't I think mean, so, I, don't, I don't think social media you, really you has. That, like, no, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's got out to the masses. I don't think people really know how COVID's affected people. Like, people think that, like, if kids get COVID, they'll be on a ventilator. But, like, this... This doesn't affect kids at all. I'm pretty really. sure one one right. child under uh, 16 has died in Missouri from COVID. Right, and they're talking about not in Missouri so much, but like my state, Illinois. They're the talking one. about they're talking about vaccine mandates for kids, and See, that's even more that's, more kids die from suicide than they that, do from that's, COVID. Yeah, that's never going to happen from being from being no, locked. No, 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 no Danny, because Danny, of people like okay. you. No, it's because no. of people like you though that it's never going to happen. You're never and and I'm for doing things for the the, the greater good of the community. And right. the, but I'm not ever making anyone get something they don't want you're not but like man i was at a party with some really smart people uh, a couple weeks ago lawyers people who make great money bright people and they're boosted to the gills i mean boosted and everything and since the party we all had a couple weeks ago a lot of them got covid who were boosted i mean we're talking two vaccines a booster still getting covid they're all doing good thank god but so what we were told about the vaccine, we got lied to. It's not what we were sold. The American people are tough. Give us the truth. Whatever the truth is, we can handle it. You told us this vaccine would stop the spread of COVID and this thing would be over. It's not over. There are Nobel. I'm winning a, I'm reading a really good book by Bobby Kennedy Jr. right now where he has Nobel Prize winning scientists help him contribute to it. There was a scientist from France who predicted this. He called this a leaky vaccine. He wrote this article in June. He said, we're going to mass vaccinate. This isn't effective. It's going to leak. This thing's going to mutate. Cases are going to go up higher than we've ever had. What are we going through right now? We have one of the most vaccinated populations in the world, and yet we have a lot of COVID cases. Some of that is brought on by just interaction, human interaction. Just because you got got the polio vaccine doesn't mean you can't get polio. Yes, it does. I mean, the polio vaccine was so good, it was a dead virus injected into humans. Polio. No, the polio virus was a dead virus injected into humans. It took like I think you can fact check me, young man. It took about it took about ten or fifteen years to get through. But the first polio vaccine wasn't on the money. Right. They kept coming up with new ones. So this vaccine it, does I, not work. Let's come up with a new approach. We learned our lesson. Israel's on the who, fourth booster who, who, right now. How are you they making money off of a free uh, vaccine? Well, hold on, time I, out, time out. You think, Fi- you think Pfizer and Moderna are giving this thing away for free? The yeah, exactly. I'm, hold on. I'm that's, asking you to explain that. I'm asking you to explain that because I wouldn't get a vaccine. Uh, the, the, and guess, guess how much I paid? Guess how much I paid for it? Right. Zero. What, no, what, you, no, 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 you paid for taxes, it. Yeah. You paid for it, bro. It's there's every all there's tell this, me how the, not I, I, because, I know I know because, what you're saying but I, I want you to connect well the dots for the first that. time ever you think that the pharmaceutical companies aren't trying to make a dime no I don't, I don't believe that at all pharmaceutical companies and this is the problem I have had it's with, always with, about with America money. follow for, the money for, 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 where's the where's the money start and go who like where, well you don't you don't have to uh, see it no. all right Danny but let you me, have let to walk, understand me, that I'm, there's I'm, money involved I'm asking for an education on it let me walk this back for you Danny when they invented the polio vaccine they need a vaccine that worked they needed competition. 
Otherwise, it never would have got made. There's no competition for a new vaccine now because we're mandating a shitty one that doesn't work. The government's backing it. Do you think the, the was, government invested money in these vaccines? You think this was done on purpose, or do you think that it was a? No, no. I think incompetent people, government employees, bless their heart, are not the best people in their field. They're government employees. When this COVID got out of control, we should have hired outside talent. We're like Tony Fauci is not the right guy to handle this. He can still work for the CDC. We're going to bring in some really smart people. We're going to nip this in the bud. Countries like Sweden did that. Over in Asia, they didn't, didn't. Didn't Sweden not do a lockdown? No, they did it, and I got censored. I got kicked off Facebook. I, for sharing with I, guys, I, this is Sweden has five million people. There's a whole difference. No, no, but it's a good. It's good to I, add I, to this I, conversation. I that, okay, let's look at the United States. There's let's, a let's difference in three hundred and twenty million and and five million. Go ahead, Paul. Let's look at let's look at the United States. What states did not lock down and educate children? Missouri, Florida, Florida did not do this crap, and look how they're doing compared to California. California's got less deaths. For COVID per percentage, they closed their whole society down, focused all their energy on one thing. They're not worried about drug addiction, employment, education, crime. Everything is pro-COVID. Every statistic that you don't want to go up went up since COVID for states like California and New York. They got crazy deaths and they dedicated everything to COVID. So it did what they did did not work. Let's look within the borders of our own country. Like Missouri is a lot better than Illinois where I live. They'll hold a gun to your head if you don't have your papers to eat a burrito at Qdoba in that, some parts of Illinois. That's the part I have a real issue with. Right. Because I'm not necessarily on your side, but I'm definitely not on their side. Because when you make people vaccinate or have to have cards and fucking all this bullshit, that goes against who, who where we are. Danny, I had COVID. I beat it. I didn't even know I had it. I, you know, I got blood work done in November. My antibodies are still through the roof from beating it 10 months ago. If this vaccine worked and stopped the spread of COVID, I would get it tomorrow. But it doesn't. It doesn't work. So I, I can appreciate doing, your stance on that. Doing sure. vaccine mandates right now is a non-starter because it doesn't work. You get a vaccine that works that can stop this. Hey, I'm on board. This doesn't work. I'm still let's not, not lie about it. I'm still not on board with the the mandate. Like, no, never. Because it doesn't. Because it even, doesn't no, work. Even if it works, I'm not on board with mandating and telling American citizens or people. Period. You have to do this. Because if I right. do it, I'm going to do it because I want to, because it, the science backs it. If you do it because somebody tells you to, that's not what, what, why we are who we are. Right. I, I disagree with the mandate wholeheartedly. Well, I'll tell you what, Danny, if the science ever backs a vaccine to stop COVID, we'll talk. <laughs> no, but, I, you know, we've been through this in our lifetime. The AIDS epidemic, whatever you want to call it, when it first came out, the first generation of AIDS medication, you can look this up, AZT. It killed a lot of people who were HIV positive but didn't have AIDS yet. You know, have, have advanced you ever, immune deficiency syndrome. Have you ever seen the South Park episode? They have the cure for AIDS. What's that? Money. You guys, nobody well, ever, <laughs> oh, you guys had to see the South Park. Well, I, I, don't, love, I, love, see, I don't hey, know. Speaking, Max, of, speaking, speaking of South right, Park, I mean, hold on. Speaking of South Park, has anybody, has anybody seen the uh, the COVID special? I have not. Oh, that it's, got pulled. But it's yeah, outstanding. It it's yes. outstanding. Well, it's fo- so funny. The AIDS episode, they the, follow Magic Johnson. The guy's, right. the guy's bitchy girlfriend's name is Alexa. Well, Ar- <laughs> Arthur Arthur Ashe, famous tennis player, great human being. From St. Louis. He, I don't know what else. He is. He's from St. Louis. Uh, But he even wrote in his memoirs, he's like, I felt great that I started taking AIDS medication. My doctor would not take me off it. And he's too nice of a guy to be combative with the doctor and it'd be like an anti like AZT medicine at the time, but he died. So if you felt great, he started getting medicated. So I didn't know that that was his demise. You're rolling through life and you don't know that you have 
cancer and then you'll get tested and right. you have stage four cancer and you were doing great right. and then you start taking the medication and all of a sudden you lose 80 pounds you're chemo yes you're right do you not do you, is it, you don't believe that there's a correlation with like like your body has to take a step back to go forward like i don't know what i know is if we've made mistakes we got to learn from the past and the mistake I do that in, in my life for work, for bodybuilding. I don't do the same thing over and over again. How we handled the AIDS epidemic, we handled it wrong at the time. Right. I'm not I'm not I'm not, no, I know I'm a, not assigning sinister motive to Tony Fauci at the time or Big Pharma for putting out poison that whacked a lot of HIV patients at the time. Maybe they were doing the best they thought they could. We're doing that now with these COVID vaccines. This isn't working. Cases are up. This vaccine is not stopping the case spread of it. So Let's try something else. Let's make let's make big pharma with all that money. We're giving them some money, and they make a lot. Let's make them make a better vaccine or an antiviral to treat this thing. Do you know who Dan Crenshaw is? I do. Uh, Good U.S. congressman. I, do, I don't agree with everything Dan Crenshaw Me says. Either. I wholeheartedly believe that the United States people need people like Dan Crenshaw Without representing them. Because I do believe that Dan Crenshaw... His whole ideology and what he is as a person yep. is to help the American citizen and to help the country to be the best it can be. What are you doing along his lines? Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Danny. I'm going to run for county board in Collinsville. I recently was appointed. Uh, the appointment didn't go through because, you know, politics played politics. People even told me that. I had 300 people sign up to just in my district. That's almost enough to win the election where I live. More people vote on that for my county board seat. I have 8,000 people in my district, but it was me, my mom, and a few buddies. Like, Paul, you're a great guy. We'll uh, we'll sign, we'll sign. walk around petitions. I walk around petitions for a week. I got oh, a little over 300 signatures, like 338. So I'm like, wow. And then everybody who I talk to and like my friends, oh, that guy's a great guy. He's, yeah, we'll vote for him. He came and talked to us about our businesses closing. He talked to the head of the board, Kurt Prenzler, and Try to keep our business open. He's trying to keep schools open. He's a great guy. We need people like him. So I'm like, wow, the people I live by, they actually like me. They don't think I'm just some loudmouth jackass on Facebook. So I'm like, I got to run now. And people people always told me, like, if you don't act a certain way, you don't have a career in politics. So I said, well, I don't have a career in politics. I can make money other ways. <laughs> I work at a refinery. Life is definitely You know, I do, I do professional bodybuilding. I, I invest in real estate. I invest on the market. I have a lot of ways to make money. Politics is not something I'm going to do as a career. Right. I'm going to go as far as the people who live by me want me to go. Like, if they want me to be a county board member, hey, they told me they want me to be a county board member. Overwhelmingly, I'm going Life to Life has changed in, like, what our perception of a politician right. is now. The, the curtain's been pulled back. Right. We see that these people aren't, like... I'm a Barack Obama fan. We know that Barack Obama is not Barack Obama. That's not how you are and act. All and I know you don't like him. And because uh, you know what, though, I'm not going to lie. I voted for Obama in 2008 because I thought we needed a change. John McCain's a lunatic. He's got the worst right. voting record in the history of the Senate. I'm sorry if other Republicans ne- are next, get mad at to, me. next to our president now. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, McCain's Bi- right there. Savings yeah, Bi- and loan. Yeah, Biden he- sucks. If he if you pointed out a foreign country on a map that he couldn't find or spell, he wanted to bomb it and have a regime change war. I didn't like McCain. I voted for Obama. If McCain would have got the country at the time, would it be better off? No. Honestly, probably not. So Obama needed that. Obama in 2012 was a terrible president. He divided the country and didn't do anything to better. If if you if you knew what you know now, would you have still voted for Obama then? In 2008, yes. Uh, 2012, I didn't vote for him. I wrote in for Ron Paul. But I, I kind of knew where Obama I, was going. I think what we had but he that, had that we couldn't let John McCain grab. And I think what we had at that point at too time. is Obama extended the myth of the George B- W. Bush, George Bush, Reagan, where your politicians act this way 
but they don't really act that way. Uh, Trump didn't, it, which is part of his down, which was his the reason for his downfall. Yeah. If he could have just reeled some of that in, uh, Trump was an asshole and a fucking. He just that's couldn't get out of his own way. That's that New York state of mind. It's how those people like look at just, the Cuomo brothers. He just couldn't get out. They, I mean, they're total assholes, total sticks. bad people in every walk of life. But like Trump did good things. But anytime someone said something to him on Twitter, the news. He would lose it. I think that made his life a living hell. He should have went after some people because media and politicians deserve punch back because they go after us, people beneath them. Paul, he should have got a few of them, but he shouldn't have got everybody and just went after him on Twitter. That make your life a living he, hell. You he can't just live wouldn't that way. stop. But uh, Paul, yes, we, we need people like you. Uh, Thank you. I will wholeheartedly tell like people like Ray, people that in yeah. life your goal is to the betterment of other people around other people around Thank you, you. in society. Uh, I'm glad you could come on here and you can. Oh, without question. So, 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 Paul. So, you are running for county board? Yeah, Madison County, Illinois, in Collinsville. Yes, sir. I will be running for county board. I'm going to talk. Of, we're going to vote. The county board is going to vote on a vac- on condemning the vaccine mandate. Hopefully, that becomes law in Madison County. There's a lot of moving parts of that. Like if uh, the Supreme Court throws out the federal mandate, they're going to. They're going to. But th- that will not stop tyrants and overbearing authoritarians. You know, like in Illinois, like J.B. Pritzker is going to make one for Illinois, and we can beat it in court if the feds throw that out. We make a law against it in Madison County. That can open up the state or any business to lawsuits who wants to force a vaccine mandate on their citizens, and it should. Or any school. Where can people go to find other uh, information about your political ideologies and uh, aspirations? Man, well, what I recommend, you can follow me on uh, Facebook, uh, Paul Nicolucci, IPE Pro Bodybuilder. Or you can follow me on Instagram, WP Nicolucci, IP Pro Bodybuilder. Or, and you know what, though? The best book I recommend people read or listen to on audio is Robert Kennedy Jr.'s new book about the real Tony Fauci and the war on democracy. It is the best read you'll ever do. I'm a big reader. Danny knows that. I've been underlining and circling, you know, the good paragraphs, the good statements in that book. It will change your life and how we view things in modern society. Uh, People, I, I tell you this. You don't have to be as intense and as on a subject as uh, as Paul is, but you need people like Paul to be that way. Because if not, your freedoms and your liberties will be taken by somebody else. And I don't mean Democrat or Republican. Sure. Any of that bullshit. Uh, stop forcing your viewpoints on somebody else. Thank you, Danny. Uh, so, uh, I, I appreciate, appreciate having you here, Paul. That's Thank awesome. You. I appreciate you guys letting me speak and let me get my message out. Hey, uh, so I think, uh, I think it's time that we do a, a, a segment that we have. Uh, we have got a good friend, sometimes Sal. Salvatore. Sure. Salvatore. Sal, what's up, baby? Sicilian hey. American. I'm an Italian American. Same thing. They're getting, oh, I don't want to hey, start. Hey, guys, this. they're getting ready to bo- the battle will, will you, uh, uh, Paul, maybe you could teach him how to be Italian. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, for a certain fee, I could do that. Uh, so, Sal, oh! Sal, ready for uh, for you, the segment, uh, the Blues Minutes? Hey, Sal, you ready? I missed you, Sal. Let's roll, Sal. Sal, uh, hold on one second. We let me get the. We had Sleepy Bobby here. I missed let you. Me, let me get the. Uh, let me get the uh, timer going. All right. are, are you ready, sir? Yeah, I'm All ready. Right. In five, four, three, two, let's go. <laughs> What is that noise? Danny. Danny, you're not funny. Uh, anyway, they, <laughs> the Blues had a busy week this week. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins beat the Blues on Wednesday, uh, cool. winning th- five, three to five uh, against the Blues. The Blues were up three to two in the second, ended up losing that game five to three. And they couldn't close like that. They had a, 
Look, man, you talk for like three hours, and you you know you can just never stop talking. Anyway, uh, we we also have go, uh, a game they won yesterday against the Washington Capitals. They won five to one. Uh, the Capitals uh, struck first in the first, uh, but then after that, the Blues had a beautiful setup from Robert Thomas too. Um, uh, Tory Krug, Krug sniped it and, and got the Blues on the board. After that, the Blues scored four goals and uh, had a beautiful game. Uh, before They didn't play with uh, Wallman, Tarasenko, or Perunovic in the lineup due to the COVID protocol. Uh, if you could please stop talking, that'd be great. Um, also, uh, the Blues are playing the Dallas Stars tomorrow at 1 o'clock p.m. Five, Central Time four, in division three, rival. Um, so whoever wins that game, uh, the you know, it would be good points. Excuse me, Salvatore. Right now, the Central Division, the Minutes Blues up, are in bitch. second, and the Predators are in first. Minutes up, bitch. Um, Let me ask you a question, Salvatore. Okay. All right, hey. Is this your first time doing a Blues Minute? Well, with uh, somebody whining on the microphone nonstop as I'm trying to do it, yes. It was not. No, it's not. It's live. <coughs> I have video. I have recorded Here, that. Now you're talking. <laughs> Let me make noises while you're trying to talk. Yeah, it's right, fun. Let me powder my motherfucking hand up. I smack the shit out of this motherfucker right here, people. Holy shit. Approaching approaching the playoffs uh, as we approach. We still have a little time to go, but middle of the season, crucial time uh, to talk about the uh, the Blues. Um, big win last night. Yeah, super big win. They just uh, beat the Capitals, who were a, a very good team. Uh, the Capitals are doing really well with, um, let's see how many points they have right now. I'm going to find it. Riveting information. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Capitals are one of the better teams out there. They've got 48 points, which is more than the Blues have. The Blues have 45 points Just, right now. Uh, and, and this is a stupid uh, question. Question news right now. 48 is uh, more than 45. Uh, Ovechkin That's right. still plays for the Capitals? Yeah. Okay. He's the captain. He was playing last, last night? Yeah, he was. But they didn't have Backstrom. Uh, Kuznetsov got injured in the Kuznetsov. second. Kuznetsov. How the fuck did you pronounce that name? Kuznetsov. Whose nuts is off? <laughs> That's a Russian player. He's a he's a very good player. Hey, don't fuck with him. Russians. That's off. Was one of their better players. He got injured yesterday. Don't fuck with him. Russians. All so. right. So so uh, the uh, the 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 Blues uh, still right there, top of the division, still competing with the Wild. Yeah, uh, well, is, no, the is Wild that, is that now, who we're worried about. The Wild right are now? now in a, a wild card spot. They haven't had a good week. Uh, they're the Predators are in first with forty six points. The Blues are in second with forty five. Ladies and gentlemen, I can confirm to you that Sal said all of that without looking at his phone. He does know his blue shit, yep. even though he's a bitch. Sal, Sal, Sal is, Sal is Sal's good. Sal's a knowledgeable guy. Yeah, yeah. Sal, Sal knows what he's talking about, uh, despite being an inferior Italian. I don't know. I don't know. First of all, I would, still my paisans, so. I would never say that like that. I, I would just right. say he's a bitch. Not an maybe inferior. if you guys knew what your ethnicity was, you could be inferior at it. <laughs> I don't have one, dude. About Ray, Ray and I fucking <laughs> said the ocean. I'm jealous of you. Uh, uh-huh. You you at least Ray have, and I sailed the uh, ocean. What are you who, talking about? We're Vikings of the Norse guys. Who's the, right. who's the greatest mm-hmm. Italian hockey player of all time? There's no such thing. Uh, right? There's some good ones. Stop. Um, right now, there's this uh, Sorelli on the line. He's really Sorelli. Good. Sorelli. Yeah, pretty uh, Italian. There's, uh, he's a good player. Sounds about right. Uh, there's a lot of good Italian players. Paul Coffey Italian. I heard they tweaked his name to make it sound amazing. He had to be questioned. Like I don't. Legend. I really don't know. If, on, if only we had somebody to look it up on our fact check. Oh, never mind. He's passed out in the other room. Uh, Sal, um, any other thoughts about the Blues uh, heading? Uh, so, so after the uh, Windsor Classic, uh, still competing, uh, going into the division uh, with the Wild. Uh, what 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 else is happening in the league, man? Anything else going on that uh, the listeners need to know about? Well, there's going to be a break in February, and also there's a, a 
more strict COVID protocol now. Now, now you did say something uh, before about uh, there's a, a goalie uh, controversy with the Blues maybe a little bit. They've got like another uh, second goalie that, that is uh, um, good well, I don't, know, to... I don't think it's a controversy, but the Blues have really good goalies right now. They have Bennington, they have Husso, or Husso, however you pronounce it, and then they have Lingren, and they've all played extremely well. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. You having a good day, man? You okay? You look a little hostile. You like your body language, your tone, and everything. Like you're a little upset. You need a hug. I got you, bro. All right. Well, um, <laughs> so yeah. No, the, the goalie situation is good. It's not bad at all. So is that a yes or no on the hug? Um, I usually don't respond to children. Um, but oh, Sal, I don't stop. <laughs> I'm like that fucking retard kid over in the corner. I, I don't stop. And by retard, I don't mean a retarded kid. I mean somebody who does ignorant shit. I apologize, PC people. So I'll pull some Italian, some Godfather shit. Michael Corleone say, letting your emotions cloud your judgment. Tell there you that. go. Like I said, teach him. Teach him. <laughs> Let your letting your emotions cloud You're your judgment. You're talking to me like this. That's my guy it right there. No, that's Don Corleone. Michael Corleone was a cool guy. You hey, that's let, my guy right you there. You're letting your anger cloud your I appreciate your you, Sal. You disrespect me on uh, the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> uh, Pacino, Pacino carried those movies. On the Let's day of my blues minute. On the All day right. of my blues. Sal, thank you. Thank you for being here today. Uh, hey, hey, I got your I got your hug as soon as we're done recording, brother. Like, I love you. Appreciate that. All right, sounds good. All right, uh, it's time for square up. Hey, yeah, we're gonna go yeah. into a squared up, guys. Well, I actually owe Danny money for this because on Facebook I do a square up section on my page and on Instagram. I kind of stole Danny's idea about square up. I just. Hopefully took it to another level, Danny. But that we're was, good. That was that was that was your idea. The whole square up thing. I'm like, I like this. I'm gonna do my own thing with it. But like, Danny motivated me to do something good. Can I tell you a secret? Yes, sir. Your segment on Facebook after right. the fact has motivated this segment. Oh wow. Okay. Because uh, I did, you take from somebody. I, like, I, you're a smart guy. I, I did. I you, so. I did it first, and then right. you did it, and you you did it. Extend right. on it. So I was like, oh, we got to do that, Lane. We gotta do that. Not been doing lists and everything ever since. No, so. I, I, I was telling Lane earlier. I love you your got, Facebook stuff, dude. You gotta learn from smart people. Let's but, uh, let's uh, you know. let's keep the conversation yeah. moving with squared up. You ready and to I, lose this one, Lane, and, or what? We're gonna lose it to me. <laughs> well, well, well. I'm gonna go ahead and host it and throw out some ideas for you. Sure. Guys. So I'll start with you. I'll say. Um, so hey, Paul. Yes, sir. Uh, John Madden thoughts. Uh, he's a good football coach. He had a short. Reign as a coach, all things considered, he got a Super Bowl with the Raiders in the 70s, right? 80s. Uh, man, off the top of my head, I maybe got the Super Bowl with the Raiders in the 80s, it right? Raiders. Or was it the late 70s? It was the Raiders in, I believe, the 80s. 80s, okay. Was it like 83, 84? It was, it was early. Because it might have been the 70s, man. It, I, okay, well. But, I mean, he's a great he's a great football coach. He's an icon as far as commentators go. And, he's man, his name, That's you know, I'm not a video game guy, but that Madden football is one of the biggest – Video games ever. John Madden is an icon. Absolutely. I'm not sure right now with all the content we have out and like some people heard of some people, some people haven't heard of this person. I'm not sure if the nation will get behind icons like John Madden in the future. I just don't see any commentator, any video game getting the publicity that Madden, the Madden football series got, or I don't see any commentator being as well known as John Madden. The guy was on all kinds of commercials. I just don't see that now. I think it, he's a guy from a bygone era. Well, it sure won't be Tony Romo. Anyway. Uh, but you know what, though? He's the best what we have to offer now, and he can't touch John Madden. So what does that tell you, brother? Danny. Traduncan, awesome. motherfucker. Traduncan. Uh, duck and stuffed inside of it, or chicken inside of a turkey or some shit like that. Boom. Tough acting than acting. I love John Madden. Gets rid of jock itch and foot shit. So. Nothing but love, baby. R.I.P. to the legend. 
so so Paul, you're a football fan. Yes, sir. Best football movie of all time. Oh, uh, that stands the test of time. Probably the program, honestly, off the top of my oh. head. Oh, uh, hey, kill them all and let the corner sort them out. Man, any given Sunday, people go to sleep on that. That good. That's good. That stands the test of time. It's going to be a coin flip between those two, honestly. Any given Sunday, if you sit back and watch it, Oliver Stone the, can make some the, movies. The He's first an intellectual time, guy. The first time I watched Any Given Sunday, I, I was right. on acid. And Well, uh, that might and, have been a good time to watch it. So the way awesome. they cut it. and Yeah, I mean, so prob- probably Any Given Sunday. Everything. All right, all right, all right. You guys are all fucking high and wrong. You guys are all wrong. That's, it's all crazy right. that you would even say anything Danny, like that. Pro- probably Any Given Sunday. The program was a great movie. I, fucking, right. I, use, I quote that fucking line or kind of quote it, whatever. Uh, kill them all and let the corner go right. sort them out. All the time, still in life, but it's uh, Denzel Washington. Fucking uh, remember the Titans. Yeah, remember the Titans is the, the the best football movie of all time, without a doubt. I think um, and given your- Sunday was more cerebral though. Like the thing you miss about MMA, what I miss about doing jiu-jitsu all the time, the camaraderie you feel with your buddies. Uh, you know, like because jujitsu is kind of a different world. But like, their story was sitting that- around, sitting, going out with the guys after their story practice, sitting around great. reading comics. You miss the people you hang out with, the bonds you forge when you're playing the game. No, no, that's why I invite him to podcast now. Well, right. (laughs) You know, I mean, but I mean, I think any given Sunday touched on that. It did. Touched on the real, the concussion syndrome. They're way ahead of the curve on that with LT's character, Shark. They're way ahead of the curve on how things really work. Like James Woods told you why corrupt doctors pass people on all these CT scans. Yeah, and MRIs. It, it, t- it, take, it takes you back. Right, but hey, like hey. how, fa- so this how is a far ahead of the curve was that? We're talking so, about that right nah, now. Alver Stone knew it I'm not over gonna, 20 years ago. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I, I, that, right. That's an underrated I'm, I'm movie. I'm just going to make man. this statement right he here. He knew Jamie Foxx could carry a movie before anybody else did, too. So it sounds like with you it sounds like Hollywood knows exactly what they're talking about. So the next time when y'all tell them Hollywood fucks to shut up, they was already 20 years ahead of you. No, Danny. Oliver Stone knows what he's talking about on a lot of things. <laughs> he's a smart director. Do I agree with him on everything? But he is on fucking point. Speaking he was on Joe Rogan five years ago talking about the Russia hoax. Remember that? Like, Trump's a Russian spy. We're at war with Russia. And at the time when all that shit broke out, I was working nights. I woke up in 2017. And, like, there's a senator saying that Russia attacked us Pearl Harbor style. I didn't know what happened when I was sleeping. I called my mom. I'm like, did Russia attack us? Are we going to war? What did they What did they do? Bomb Alaska? They carpet bomb Anchorage? I didn't know. Because, you know, I was sleeping for eight hours. Russia could come over and do some shit I'm shocked while the, I'm sleeping. I'm shocked so. the Italian guy called his mother when things were an issue. <laughs> right, right. And my mom's like, no. There's like, so she said, she said there's some emails about Russia maybe interfering our election. I'm like, that's it. I said, I just watch TV. I watched a congressman read a speech about how we're at war with Russia. And I almost shit my pants. Because this is like five years ago. I'm like, getting my, I'm like 38. I'm like, man. We could be going toe-to-toe with Russia. This is going to be the end-all, be-all of humans. We're going to start dropping nukes. And then my mom told me about some emails, and I'm like, all right, there's not a lot of serious people in politics now. Oliver Stone called bullshit back then, and he was right. So he, if you look at Oliver Stone's movies, JFK, I it's was, sketchy about his assassination. I love when Lil Nas X. It's an amazing movie. I love when JFK's, Lil Nas X tells us JFK's his opinion. Uh, Platoon. I love when Lil Nas X Platoon's a little extreme, but it's, opinion, I love you know, it. that's... That's his experience. Oliver Stone, like I said, I don't agree with everything he says politically, but he's a sharp guy. He's an intellectual. Hollywood doesn't put out people like that often now. Uh, all right. So, uh, Danny, Lori Lightfoot. 
The whole line. Stop, Paul. I almost spit out my drink. I'm Lori Lightfoot. It sounds like she lost some weight. Uh, the uh, mayor the, of Chicago. The mayor of Chicago. Oh, wow. Oh, lady. Lady. Thoughts? Lady. Lady. I feel bad for you. I feel bad for your citizens. Uh, lady. 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 Damn. I, I'm one of your peoples, and you fucking just. God damn, lady. She looks horrendous. Holy fucking shit. She looks like the Well, she's keeper. the only person who was allowed to get a haircut during quarantine. She looks like the fucking Crypt Keeper, dude. How could she look horrendous? Holy fucking shit. You just insulted the Crypt Keeper. That's good television. Do you have Do you have, Do you have? have any more thoughts no, on I feel, that? I feel bad for her and her family because that bitch looks old as Paul, nasty. Paul, yes, thoughts, thoughts on bitch. Lori Lightfoot. All right, Lori Lightfoot, uh, you know, being an Illinois politician, a precinct committeeman in Collinsville, District 11, I talk to politicians in Chicago. Some are on a level. And some aren't, but like nobody really likes her. So I'm like, you know what? I feel sorry for you guys. I'm so sorry. Everything's happened with the riots and the COVID lockdowns. You knew what she was when you voted her in. I she is probably the worst mayor in the country. Oh, I don't know. St. Louis is. Well, you know what? She's fine with them. But like, look, she pissed off her cops. Uh, no, you know, she's the, not. Lane says, Lane says I'm wrong. Well, you know, she pissed off all the police. She let riots go on. There was, if you look at the riots in Chicago, they were bad in St. Louis. They couldn't touch Chicago's riots. Well, because they have three million people. No, no, no. But even still, though, they had like twelve people die one night. Five guys got shot in one guy's district. Burnt down strip malls. If you were to watch Chicago on the night of those riots, you would think it was an armed paramilitary insurgency in a third world country. That happened in an American city, the second biggest city, I think, besides New York, in the country. So I mean, it's right there with L.A. But like third. you let. You let that happen in America. It's basically a military insurgent. They're like all these, all these buildings got burnt down, stealing, killing, shootings, and she she blamed the police for it. And then the police were like, oh, "We don't like this lady." Then she shut the whole city down with COVID for a while. Now she realized that's not politically good. So now she's button heads with the teachers union. The teachers union said, "Hey." We got like $2 billion for COVID relief, but you didn't spend that in the schools, so we can't go back. So her teachers don't want to go back. She's fighting the, with the, the teachers police. Union the teachers' union is one of one of the biggest supporters of any Democratic party. Right, but there's no honor among thieves. So they spent all this time Ooh. shitting on... They spent all this time shitting on each other, and they've shit on people so long. Even as liberal and as Democratic as Chicago is, parents are like, enough's enough. My kids need to go to school. The teachers' union won't do it. Lori Lightfoot put us off as long as she can just because she's owned by the teachers union, big Democratic donors. But now it's to the point to where there's going to be some major, major shakeups in Chicago. Because once you hit people in their pocketbook for a long period of time, you screw up their way of life. It doesn't matter what their ideology is. They're going to make a change. In Chicago, there's going to be, you know, and I like teachers. My mom is an educator. She was a principal in Collinsville. I mean, this lady is superwoman. Good work ethic, highly educated. Every everything I owe, I owe to her. She taught me my work ethic. She's got me. Re she had me reading books when I was like five. She taught me I read before before I even went to kindergarten. I still read books. Danny knows that. But like you know, these educators and these people that are just not educating kids, their chickens are going to come home to roost. People are going to be coming at them with. I I don't want to use the the wrong words here, but they're going to be coming at them wanting accountability why their kids have not been educated for two years. Danny. Betty White. Oh, I love you, Betty. Uh, been around longer than since sliced bread, baby, but you're gone now. <laughs> you want me to answer that one, too? Paul? Betty White. Uh, like I said, an actress who had a career that most people probably won't get now. 
She was on the Mary Tyler Moore show before I was born. My yep. grandparents watch it, so I watch it. She's on the Golden Girls. Watchable show. It was fairly entertaining at the time. Um, did comedy stuff. She was in movies here and there. Nice lady. Good career. My only but, regret, my only regret about her, she got scared of COVID. I totally get it. She was older. She didn't see anybody the last two years she was alive. Did she really? That's what I heard, and she died on her own terms, I guess. But, man, man you got to go out with your dignity. <laughs> you know, like her last I year think, is just a waste. I think that you go out how you want to. Uh, right, you go out with how you want everybody's to. Everybody's like right. this way or that way. You know how I'm going to go out swinging and banging and talking shit to everybody around yeah. me. I, this, when, this, when, Danny, this when, is a personal anecdote. No, my, no, grandma, just, my grandma was about her age when she died. She was 98 years old. Because COVID lockdowns happened. My grandma had severe stroke. She didn't know anything the last six months she's alive. None of us could see her but like before she died. So she had... She would have had a pretty big funeral if under different circumstances, but she died in April of 2020. And she just didn't get it. Our friends didn't get to show up, pay respects. It was a short, gone. You got to make the right move, man, at the time. I just don't think, man, you just. Yeah, why would If she would have had a, a bad, f- you know. Right, man. Uh, when, like, when, when she died, I told people, I said, uh, like, when I saw it, like, I was around people, like, everybody do, you know. And uh, I was like, Betty White died. They're like, oh, shit, how? I was like. Motocross. <laughs> I mean, I, my, no one heard that. Just believable. Hey, like, hey, my, po- know, my, post, my post was, damn, Betty White's gone way too soon. Uh, well, my thing is, though, Danny, let's say Danny. Oh, that's Lane, hilarious. How does nobody let's say that Betty White, Betty White would have lived life for about another six, nine months, caught COVID and died a year before she died. And that, God, I don't want anybody to die. I want to sound morbid or macabre, but like. She'd have went out on her own terms. She'd have saw her family, saw her friends. However, you, how how bad however would two you years of your life out. would have been just not talking to any humans? That messes with your mind. However you want to go out, right. you go out that way. No, no. See you, Ray. One, one, one go ahead. Um, uh, Danny, Randy Quaid. <sighs> I seen the aliens. The aliens are coming. Yeah, that's what I think of uh, uh, Born on the Fourth or not Born uh, on the Fourth of July. Fucking Independence uh, Day. Independence Day. Thank you. I'm glad that's your last memory of him. Uh, last is Paul, he dead? Paul? Yeah. Randy Quaid, thoughts? Uh, man. He got the shitter over uh, here. Honestly, he's a funny, very creative, good talent. Uh, he's went off the deep end with some of his conspiracy theories. Man, this is how some of those tortured artists are. They just think on a different level. Is there a cult of people who want to kidnap celebrities for money and hold them hostage? I don't know. But, I mean, he's just, you know, he's that different kind of cat. <clears throat> yeah, Ra- Randy Quaid is uh, is uh, censored, and he shouldn't be just because no, he shouldn't uh, be whether censored. you agree with him yeah. or not. Like, uh, dude, this guy is some outrageous. Who's Jack Dorsey stuff. to censor people on Twitter? Some of the bullshit actually, I see on Twitter. Actually, uh, right. I think I think Twitter is the last thing that he's he's allowed to, to really? uh, say things on. Yeah, we were, we were looking at it, looking it up last night. Um, well, as someone who's been censored by social medias for stuff that was proven right down the road, I don't agree with it. And my thing is like, okay, they're private companies. They can do what they want. Let's drop those two thirty protections. Because like just me being a guy like, hey, I'm a regular guy. Someone on social media. You're not a regular guy. That's a lie. All right. Let's I'm, I'm looking across from me right now, and no regular guy sits over there 44 years uh, old looking like that. Okay. Uh, let's say, okay, I'm not a regular guy, but let's say that someone's slams you defames you people will talk about me on this podcast right now danny and i can't sue twitter or facebook or instagram because they have 230 protections because it's over the internet 
if the St. Louis Post is batch had people shit on me in their paper and that they couldn't prove it, I could sue them. So why don't we drop those 230 protections for the internet? They would change the way they censor people, and they would change the content on there. There should be no censoring of people, period. I, You know what? For, for Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, I believe that, because they let people who agree with them speak. So you're either going to let everybody do political Whether it's opinions. Whether or not, yes. Right, you're either going to let everybody do political opinions or not. They haven't taken Joe Biden off yet. Joe Biden said the COVID vaccine would stop the spread of COVID. And Rachel Maddow and a bunch of other liberal journalists said that, hey, once someone gets COVID, it's a dead issue because they will never spread to anybody else. It'll start to end one by one as we vaccinate people. And that's completely not true. None uh, of them have been kicked off any platforms. Hey, Paul, I, yes, I, I kind of revisit this every time I have a guest now. Um, the St. Louis MMA GOAT. Uh, like how far are we talking about St. Louis? Area? Just, are we talking about any, like, anybody from St. Louis who talking is about like the St. Louis metro area? Are we going out to Hillsborough with Matt Hughes? Yes, we, yes, we are. Uh, this, the, no, uh, no, that was that was never are. a mention. That's a, he's an Illinois cat. They, Matt Hughes was never mentioned that he could be okay. on this list. Right. That, Matt Hughes is not on this list. Hillsborough, Illinois, is not on this list. Okay. Because that uh, would change everything. Yeah, you're right. I didn't right. think about it that far. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry, well, uh, sorry, St. Okay. Louis area. I mean. As of now, no, 2022, right. Taron Woodley. Uh, maybe in the future we'll be talking about Sean Woodson because of his skill set. I'll tell you what, Sean's a great guy, trained by good people. I mean, I would love to see him grab the you know, the title, move up a couple weight classes. He, class act. Taron Woodley, hey, what are you going to take away from his accomplishments? I don't. Nothing. Nothing. He is. If we're talking about just St. Louis area, this isn't an argument. He's got it. Uh, he may be the best welterweight ever after GSP. Danny, I, I love Woodley, man. I really yeah. do. I, would, I, mean, I really do. I, Sean Woodson has fucking captivated to to meet a person who believes in himself, like I believe in myself, or right? Like, like a person should believe in themselves. He's a good martial artist, he's, Danny. and he's going to right. grab life by the balls. He's going to grab MMA, UFC. Right. He like we asked him that question about uh. Self-deprecating or uh, what are you thinking? He's like, well, I feel like I already am without trying to be. And he really is that guy. Right. I believe Sean Woodson has the skill set and he's the best fighter St. Louis has ever produced. Boxing, MMA, anything. He has yeah. the best. If they all fought in a fucking who's who, Mortal Kombat, or, uh, Kumbaya, Kumite. Kumite. Yeah, I remember you, Frank Dukes. Sean Woodson comes out the winner. Uh, well, the thing is, though, uh, hopefully in time he does. I mean, talk about a class act, a real martial artist. It's hard to say as far as accomplishments go. I don't think we can. Really argue. We didn't Woodley. ask about accomplishments. Right. Oh. We didn't talk about accomplishments. No, no, we did. We said best fight. When, we said when, best. I, when I say the goat, that's what that means. Well, the compliments for right I, now, right now, the no, goat. No, there's a difference in compliments and skill set. Remember, we had this conversation. You about talking the, about a skill set. This time, I'm asking uh, Wayne Gretzky. This time, I'm asking Wayne Gretzky. There's a difference in accomplishment and skill set. You talking about I'm, who would take anybody in an MMA what, fight or what, just their skills for their weight? I'm class? talking about anybody Wait, who would take the size matters. Size matters until Sean puts some hands on you. Oh yeah, tell him, uh, baby. Him versus Woodley. Not going to comment on that. It's yeah. just I don't want to get into that. But like, we'll just go with the accomplishments right now. Woodley's got him. Woodson, I think in the future. All right. All right, here we go. Uh, Woodson in the future, he might be the best. I agree with one Paul. Of the best UFC that, champion that, that, that ever comes out of this. Yeah, he's, sure. I, I said a great but, guy. But I'm, as dude, far I'm as right, for right now, the the, the, agree, the top of the list Paul, is Tyron Woodley. I agree with Paul, and I'm not happy about it. Right. But uh, it, it, is, it is what it is. Sean Woodson, uh, motherfucker, check it out. Hey, uh, Frank Dukes could be Danny, them all. Say Danny, no one ever. Danny, Danny your Super Bowl pick this year. Oh, uh, it's gonna my Super Bowl pick. It's gonna be the motherfucking New England Patriots. Versus the motherfucking uh, Green Bay Packers and the Packers win it all. Aaron Rodgers, 
who is the had the greatest peak for a quarterback ever. The best skill set at the top of his game was Aaron Rodgers, and he puts an exclamation point on it with the fucking fourth. How many how many MVPs? Four. How many MVPs does Peyton Manning have? Five. How many does Tom Brady have? Not four or five. Two. Uh, Paul. Uh, man. I oh, pro- maybe maybe this year he might end up. With He's not. I agree oh. with Danny. The uh, the Patriots are not going to make the Super Bowl, but the Packers will probably win it. Uh, and as far as like Aaron Rodgers top of his game best the be, ever. The best no the best the, the best person I ever seen play quarterback at the highest level was Aaron Rodgers. That year he threw, For how long? He only did it for like one year. Short short time frame, I'll give Aaron Rodgers that best ever. Brady, he, he likes, so. Consistency's the key. No, consistency was Peyton Manning until right. the injuries got him. Peyton Manning's the GOAT. No. The GOAT. Nobody Brady's say, got him. Nobody says let's play Tom Brady's offense. Nobody. They say, let's play Peyton Manning's offense, and damn, I wish I could do Tom t- Brady. Tom Brady went to the Bucks, man. You got you to stop the Brady hating. Dave, I get it. I'm, I'm not a Brady hater. I'm not telling you he's shitty. I'm just telling you there's uh, three or four quarterbacks who could have done the same thing he did in the same situation. No. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, one of them. Aaron Rodgers, one of them. You know why Tom Brady was so successful? Because they didn't do to him what they did to Peyton in Indianapolis, where they let Peyton run the roost. They was like, Peyton said, oh, I need this wide receiver, this wide receiver, this tight end. So they went out and drafted that way. Instead of being like, nah, nah, this is what we're going to do. We're going to give you this bum, this bum, and this bum, and we're going to give you all these defensive do you, do you, players. Do you know, you know all those white very... wide receivers that nobody ever knew Brandon were Stokely. wide receivers? Brandon Stokely. Hey, uh, Danny, you know what a very wise person told me? A man has to know his limitations. You know who that man was? Clint Eastwood. And Tom Brady followed that advice. Well, he followed we, his limitations. Since we don't want to run hear, he did try to run a team. That's why he left. Uh, since we don't want to hear from super, from celebrities and actors and stuff, we don't give a fuck what Clint Eastwood said. Go ahead, Lane. The next oh, one. no, Cam Newton. Clint Eastwood's a little different. Cam Newton's a politician in the, in the same the system that, Cam, that uh, Tom Brady was What's doing. What's that? Uh, or instead of moving on, you had something to chime into about? What did <laughs> okay. you say? All right, never mind. All right, hey, uh, so uh, Brett Hall, um, Paul. Yes, sir. Uh, what do you want me to say, man? Uh, any uh, thoughts? Any thoughts? Just just anything about Brett Man, Hall. man, Brett's a great guy. He's a, you know, uh when I came up in the you know the nightclub scene, mid nineties, late nineties, Brett Hall was out and about part of really? the Oh man. That's that's why I ask about him because I know that he's he's gonna, he's it I know that he's the greatest St. Louis right. blue well, ever. I mean but, that's I like Bernie Federko better as far as stats uh, go. You definitely didn't uh, listen to the last episode then. Uh as far as stats go, Brett Hall probably is the best. He wasn't on the team and we won the title. But as far as like skill level, Hall of Fame level, yeah, he's the best. But nice part, guy, nice guy. Drinking. Drinking. If, if there's one person I right. want to be the the fucking the poster child for what St. Louis is, Brett Hall. Sure. It's Brett Hall. Fuck yeah. Bernie Fordoko. Take your fucking proper speaking ass on back to the 80s and 70s. I don't give a fuck about you. Nobody knows who you are, cares about you. Just because you're on TV, Bernie Fordoko, shut the fuck up. Okay, and let Dirty, the- Bernie Fordoko, it's the 80s and he's got the ladies, baby. He's a lot better looking <laughs> than right on every level. Better shape, better hair. Hey, but tell uh, me, anyway, tell me Paul couldn't have been a pro wrestler. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about uh, Brett Hall is. He was the best goal yeah. scorer in the NHL. Yeah. One of the best players. St. Louis, when I was coming up, you know, we didn't have a football team. Uh, the late 80s, early 90s were slow Paul for the keeps, Cardinals. Paul keeps saying coming up like he's still not in great shape. No, no, Brett. Brett, I, Brett. I'm upset with this dude. I'm, I'm looking over at him and I'm looking down at my stomach and shit. This motherfucker, but I keep coming up when I was coming up. Like he's over the hill and ancient. And I'm looking down. I'm like, man, that pizza last night was delicious as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but Brett Hall was the best. He was one of the best guys in the NHL. He was our guy who put us on the map for national sports back in the 90s. Brett Hall. I mean, like I said, I was working in the nightclub industry back then. You see Brett Hall out. Nice guy. Not a dick, not like I'm Brett Hall. I'm going to buy everything. And 
Uh, all you guys are peasants. Wait on me. He would buy you a drink. Nice guy. Like I said, come in dressed as, you know, just a casual guy. Like David Freeze. Very same mold. You know, Very I'm, nice I, guy. Fam- man famous, of the people. Famously, I'm uh, right. Eskimo Brothers with David Freeze. Nice. Are you? Holy is anybody else Eskimo Brothers with uh, David Freeze? No, I bet but we all. Are. There's a good possibility he. Uh, he, did some dam- he did some damage on a field more off. But, but so. since Lane loved my uh, story about Tony Twist so much the last time, I think I'll tell. No, I'm just playing. Uh, Lane, sorry, I won't tell it again. I understand. I want to get beat or get smacked around. I don't want. Yeah, my bad. I'll get my tire slashed. I'm sorry. I won't tell <laughs> it no more. Go ahead. Hey, awesome, awesome. Uh, hey, Paul. Yes, the, sir. The Loop Trolley. Oh man! Choo choo! Uh, it's me any, on side, old lady. If you got none, I mean the loop's not. I mean it's cool that we built public transportation. We did it economically. I like it. It's good for St. Louis. Cool. Uh, Danny, thoughts? Loop trolley? Fantastically awesome. Yes, sir. All right. Cool. Uh, We're a- not California. We don't build stuff that's a billion dollars per square foot. Look at their light speed rail. Well, they they spend- like say hey in the, in St. Louis we can build the loop. You know, yeah. the loop trolley, and it's a lot cheaper. We get our people around. You guys try to build a light speed rail, and it's fucking billions of dollars more than most countries' GDP if you're going to do the original plan on it. Danny, uh, UFC uh, 270, Francis Ngannou, Cyril Gain. It's time to put the exclamation point on who's the nastiest, baddest motherfucker on the planet. Francis Ngannou. Hope I get this one soon. Francis Ngannou. Hope I get that one. Ooh. Paul. Yes. Uh, Francis Ngannou, Cyril Gain. Um, Francis. Uh, Cyril is just, he's too small. Size matters. We all said that. Well, he fights at about 250. Francis cuts to 265. When he finally steps in there, he's probably 285. If you're really close to somebody, skill set wise, weight matters. Do you know what? Like, fu- you know, a good, like when I, when I did jujitsu comps, man, I fought in, you know, the 180, 185 middleweight class. I go against a guy, you know, 215, or heavyweight class. Same skill set as me. I'm getting fucking folded like yes. a chair. Yes. Size size matters when skill's about the same. Hey, I have a funny so, story. I have a funny story about, get him. about Steve Berger. At uh, 205, right. we grapple and stuff. He introduced me to somebody. I was standing with two other fighters, and he introduces all three of us as, this is badass MMA fighter Richie. This is badass blah, blah, blah. Does jiu-jitsu. Oh, this is Danny Wright. True story. Uh, Podcaster, dating right. True, no, this is, uh, this <laughs> Danny's dangerous. He's a tough guy. So He's fucking, legit. I put on weight though. I put on weight though. And I, I'm like, I was 205 at the time. I come to the gym and I'm 220, 225. And me and Steve roll. And uh, I, I mean, I do some things to Steve. Never, I almost got him with a Kimura. Like he, he did the, uh, like a little bit sound. And then he got out of it, but didn't get tapped or whatever. And then from that day on, he was telling people how, how good of a jujitsu guy I right. was. When, when, in my perspective, the only thing that was different was yes, the size. Sir. Hey, Steve, you're lucky I can't tap you out. Or else I was like, come do it right now. <laughs> uh, uh, Steve, Steve, Steve's another rough uh, guy Steve's from St. Louis area. Great guy. Steve's a soldier. Well, skill set, man. He a fought, legend. He fought in the times when people who did MMA didn't make much money. Steve fought for the love. I mean, what a tough guy. What a cool guy, too. No, Steve's the, Steve's the best. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paul. Yes, sir. Island Boys. I'm an island boy. Boy, I don't like modern music. We could talk. We could do a whole podcast on music because Danny sees my post. I'm a music. I'm guy. an island boy. Um, <laughs> didn't they walk out with Jake Paul? No, I don't think so. Who they, 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 they were? Did they something. were there, but right. And they got into it with the people in the crowd. They actually got escorted out. They got into it with seventy four Pauls. Man, I think uh, what matters now is exposure and not talent. There, yes. Yes. 
They're like Jake Paul. They have no talent. Oh, time out, time out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's rewind that a minute. Yeah. No talent. No talent. I should say Jake Paul. Hey, Woodley. No hey, Woodley. How you snoring from down there? Woodley fights him in an MMA fight. He'll kill him. Oh, time out, time out. No, no. No, and I respect Jake Paul, too, Woodley. for trying to bring home the bacon. I like what he's trying to do for getting MMA fighters more money. So now, MMA fighters do deserve more money. But as far as the skill set wise, boxer wise, he, I where does the Jake shit out of him? He put him to sleep. Where does Jake Paul rate as professional boxers? And he makes oh, no, a lot uh, of nobody, fucking money. Nobody's, you know where he rates? Right. Is I get people to watch me. People, right? That's what I'm saying. That's people not for, skill though. It's the ability to draw money. No, but he, he beat people who other people think have high skill sets. Okay, you're turning no, 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 combat you, sports where people actually have competition. They beat the shit You're out saying of each other. They have real me, skill sets. You just told me Tyrone You're Woodley was into the greatest. Pro wrestling, you just right? told me Tyrone Woodley was the right. greatest MMA guy to come out of fucking this area. He just got knocked the fuck out by well, Jake Paul. Tyrone, Tyrone Woodley could not do. And now M- you're telling me that, Ty, that Jake Paul doesn't matter because he knocked him out. Tyrone Tay, Tyron Woodley could do him. Could fight Jake Paul in MMA uh, and, tomorrow and, 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 and destroy him in MMA. That was a boxing match. Did it, oh, but. But so yeah, to tell yeah, me to, to tell the boxing match to tell me that Jake so. Paul's not real because the MMA guy got knocked out in boxing is that that's I'm not telling I'm not telling you Jake's not real Jake Jake Paul could probably beat up ninety nine point nine percent if not more of the world's population only three people but, in this but room we're, we're, it ain't me motherfucker we're, Jake we're, Paul got that ass we're talking about professional boxing. Jake Paul could not beat a lot of really, really good. He beat Tyrone boxers. Woodley uh, in boxing. T- look, t- Tyrone look, Woodley would kill him in MMA. Look, look no Tyrone further. Woodley's not a really good ranked professional boxer. Yeah, he, I'm sorry, man. Like Jake, Jake Paul, Paul cannot be no good fa- boxers. Jake Paul is no. You want to? You want to see Jake he's Paul? Not a, he's not a fucking. Uh, 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 he's not fake. He's not fucking. Is, is he fucking the top of the line boxing? No. Is he fake? Fuck no, because Tyrone Woodley is boxed. No, no, no. Gym. And I, I don't, don't want to downplay hey, Sal, Jake. Hey, Sal, he's hey, Sal tough do you know what MMA jacked. stands for? Mixed martial arts. Do you know what you do in mixed martial arts, Sal? Do you know what you do in mixed martial arts, Sal? You fucking train boxing, Sal. You look at me. You people can't see me. I'm staring right at Sal, talking to Lane and Jake the girl. Paul's a big boy. Could he beat Tyson Fury at heavyweight? Fuck no. No, that's what I'm saying. Jake Paul is a tough guy. He's legit. He trains. He's an athlete. He's not one of the best boxers in the world or even in the country. Hey, people, just go back and listen to this this conversation, and I change their opinion. Thank you. No, but but Jake Paul, but but Jake Paul's making money. What I'm telling yes. you is, Danny, me and you know people in the fight world who want that pay per view spot, who want that money for their skills. They're not going to get it though. No, they're not going to get it. He's taking up that oxygen. No, there was no oxygen. So. He's he supplied the oxygen, and then he sucked it back up. Nobody gave him that. He's you know not. What? He's you, not riding. You, know, a- you might have a point because I watched Tyson and Jones Jr. What, a year and a half ago? Oh, fuck. And you know what? That made a lot of money. Snoop Dogg smoking pot. He's trying to like be a commentator. I mean, if that's where we're going right now, you know, fighters in boxing and MMA aren't going to have skills. I thought like the same said. thing you thought when you watched that, right. that pay-per-view. Well, well, that and plus, Roy Jones, you ain't what I thought you were. Go ahead. Uh, Danny. Jesse Small, Smollett. <laughs> flying V. Let's go with the Flying V. Hey, see, I got my Wild Boys or whatever the fuck it is at the same yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Island boys, Island yeah. boys, yeah, whatever. See, that's up. how much we don't give a fuck about them either. Yeah. All right, Paul. Thoughts on uh, Jesse Smollett? Uh, man, I'm not really like a partisan guy hey, Sal, like that because I take good ideas from every political party. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm obviously more right Walnut. conservative. You know, he could have, he could have done um, uh, the, the the Colin Kaepernick route. To well, make Jesse, money Jesse with Smollett, Smollett. No, he couldn't with Justin. No, he couldn't have. No, he couldn't have. Uh, First of all, watch your mouth. Uh, first of all, don't blackball me from the league. <laughs> watch your mouth. I know that big ass nose is in the way, but watch your mouth. Uh, 
what, what Kyle Kaepernick do? You blackballed him because of a social issue he took, a social stance he took. If if you're if you're too big of a distraction because you beat up your old lady, are you right. still too big of a Danny, distraction let me, to play? Let me, get, let me get to Danny and Colin in a minute. Jesse Hold on. Smollett. If you're too big of a distraction, you're too big of a distraction. I don't care what the reason is. No, right, hold let, on, hold right, on. Right. He just Lane just asked me about. No, if Jesse if you're too big of a distraction, you're too big of a distraction. Period. So I don't like their topic, so I'm gonna agree with you. Right. No, uh, too, period. Like like for for you to say that it's not okay for them to blackball him because because of because of whatever the reason because of the distraction. No, they Lane, did blackball no, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. They're still they did a trial for this dude the other the other day. Well, he's got his own fight. Everybody's got their own fight. Nah. But let, if let you're a distraction, this. you're a distraction. But don't say that That's it's not okay to That's kick him off because let he's a distraction. This. One distraction is not Terrell Owens is fucking the distraction. He was the distraction. You and don't he, think that that creating this whole fucking country worth of controversy is a big distraction? Yes. Oh, time, time out, Danny. Let oh, me get the. Let me, he asked me about Jesse. Let me go get ahead, the comment. Ahead. Uh, We're gonna have this one on one shit uh, later. No, we'll have it in a minute, and I'll talk with you guys. Uh, you know, Jesse's uh, a, a creation, bitch. a creation of the media and the Democratic Party. Ooh, they I, made, I, they made this victim culture. He's an actor who. I'm really upset that Paul is so right right now. And Democrats, I'm, I'm talking to right. you right now. You can't see that I'm looking at you, but I'm talking to you right now. Everything Paul just said is 100 percent accurate. Go ahead, Paul. Okay, because like Jussie was on Empire, he knew his uh, career was going to have an end date. Not a stupid guy by any means, but like he's like, okay, I got to make something up that'll make me popular now. You know, the media and the Democratic Party and a lot of the left wing lost their fucking mind over Trump. So he made up a completely unrealistic story about how Trump supporters in Chicago, a city that only voted for Trump, it was less than 10%, some crazy small amount. They had red hats on in the middle of a blizzard, and they jumped him out. They jumped him when he's going to a subway. He comes in his house. I mean, we've all been in fights on the street. Dude, I get in a bad fight. Like, I'm fighting to save my life. Yeah, I'm going home with a lot more than a black guy. And these guys don't bleach on him. Yeah. I well, mean, okay, so whatever. Well, bleach, not powder. Are we allowed? So, to- like, you know, like even, even Ice-T on a podcast is like, I'm not going to comment on Are we allowed to, out facts. Are we allowed everybody, to tell the Bernie, Bernie, the Bernie joke about Everybody knew this was bullshit, but he kept running with it because he knew the media would carry his water. The media and Democratic politicians came out. Are we allowed to, to tell the Bernie Mac joke in that situation? You can tell when I'm done, hold on, Dave, but, like, the media Chappelle. and Democratic politicians came out. Chappelle called his bullshit on this, too. The media and the Democrats just carried his water for so long. They said this was a modern-day lynching. and Okay, lynchings, people died. They got hurt real bad. This guy was fine. He had a black guy that was clearly forged. Danny, you've hit somebody in the face. You've been hit right. in the face. Dan- Danny- that leaves a mark. So everybody knew this was fake, and then it came out it was fake after it was investigated. He could have got a lot of people killed. He could have started riots. What sandwich was he going to get? He was not going to get a sandwich, but Bernie Mac had the best joke of this that nobody's talking about. Sal, what are three things a black man can't get? I'm only going to tell two of them. Yeah, he's been dead for about a decade. A fat lip and a black eye. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. That's hilarious. At the same time, too, though, like he blamed who he tried to put in jail. For what happened were two Nigerian immigrants who were working hard. First of all, and like if I immigrate to another country, that joke, that joke is hilarious. That joke is funny, but Jesse Smollett tried to put two Nigerian immigrants in jail. He tried to say they attacked him, and that you know the, they, he tried to say they attacked him. He snorted coke with them. They were drug dealers, and they're two guys what coming. Kind of coke, what kind of coke was it? Was it good coke? 
Well, apparently not. He made up that whopper. I bet <laughs> but, it was uh, great code. But like he he tried to put two African immigrants in jail for that. Like they came over to country from Nigeria. They're like they helped him out on training. These guys are fucking jacked to the gills. They're good bodybuilders, like legitimately built. Are so they like, are it, they nat- natty? I don't know. One of my Maybe, favorite things probably about being they, African. They, right. One of my favorite things about being African is uh, Elon Musk. Is African. You're right in Africa. Yeah. You know what, though? But, like, these guys, they were trying to better themselves. No, no. Lane. If somebody threw a lot of money at me, like, look, if I was poor and I moved uh, anywhere and someone started throwing a lot of money at me and promised me more like he did to them, I might go along with it. But he threw them on the bus. He tried to put them in prison. Sal sucked dick for 20 bucks. Yeah, exactly, Sal. So they, they did for a lot more. But just ju- Jesse could have caused. It was 25. I'm sorry. Jesse could have caused riots and a lot of damage in this country, which he didn't, thank God, because the police were on it. And he could have put two people in jail for a long time who were innocent, immigrants who didn't have much money. He's a really bad guy. He's a creation of modern day. But he started the flying. He's a a creation of modern day 21st century politics. He's like, he knows how the media is and Democratic politicians are. He took advantage of him. He's like, I'm I'm about to be a wash up actor on a pursue my career farther. So I'm going to make up this hate crime. About to be. I only knew him at Mighty Ducks. I've got uh, I've got one more for you. Uh, sure. The podcast goat. And and this doesn't have to fall on the most listened to or anything, but just uh, who do you who do you see as the podcast goat? Danny, you can handle it first. Danny, you can handle the first year podcast guy. You got a good. You got the best podcast in St. Louis area. Well, I think that Paul, you and Adam Meredith are going for it. Paul, ooh, fuck, we got to do that because I was getting ready to call us what us the greatest podcast. You ever. are Adam's a good dude. Adam too. Meredith, man, I fucking love Adam. Who doesn't love that guy? Ad, no, a great guy. as a person, as a, as everything, Adam is way better than me as a as a person. So, way better than most people. So Adam wins. <laughs> I fucking hate Paul because goddamn it, it was us until Paul said until Paul brought Adam into the goddamn conversation. Uh, you know what though? You, the only the one advantage you have over Adam is we're you funny. Got, you guys are assholes, and you're funny. Adam's an intellectual straight. There's certain language you won't use. Certain I'm areas you pretty won't know sure. Call, I'm pretty sure Paul just called us stupid. No, no, no. You're not. You, you're, <laughs> Danny, Danny, is, Danny is a lot of my away. stuff and political speeches I rip off from you. You're a smart guy. See, you're witty. You can't tell people that shit like Why? Th- that I really act like that or think like that. You got to tell people the big buffoon I am. Dude, <laughs> dude people people know that smart people We're, learn from other people and get inspired. Uh, That's how it goes. Hey, guys. Uh, uh, what did you ask me, though? The, the, the podcast goat? Yeah, the, the goat? podcast goat. Nationally? Yes. Uh, you're, you're a podcast goat. Uh, Joe Rogan with Patrick Bet David creeping up on him. He'll I, To me, Patrick Bet David has him beat now. But, like, it comes probably to Joe Rogan because of listeners and how cool of a guy Joe Rogan is. Patrick's got him. Ben Shapiro's good. The last Those thing- guys are just, I mean, Ben Shapiro's a legit intellectual. I worked security for him at one time. The last uh, thing that I will add to this Patrick's conversation. Patrick's a legit intellectual, too. Pat, Joe Rogan's a smart guy who listens to other smart people and takes it from there. He will listen to any opinion and change his mind if he hears good information. That's as what we, I like about it. As him. we all should. But the last thing I will right. add to this podcast is a hey, people that you don't know Ben Shapiro, he's actually a liberal. I promise you. That's how he vote, voted for a long time. Uh, Adam Meredith, I, I don't like you no more. You're, you're the podca- <laughs> you're the St. Louis podcast goat. Good day, sir. All right, cool. So that's it for uh, Squared Up, guys. I appreciate Thank that. You. Uh, hey, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna end the show with uh, with a couple shout outs uh, that I have. Um, uh, all all the people doing hair out there. All right, I have hair now. 
So uh, uh, Lane does have hair. It's so so, Lane? so so there's not much happening with it. Uh, but but my friend, uh, my good friend Andy, uh, cutting hair. Um, also, uh, uh, all the all the all the servers and uh, bartenders out there who who continue to uh, to to do all, to do all this work in the face of all this uh, nonsense and. Um, uh, you, you go out there and make a buck when, when you can. And, uh, I know it's hard for all of you guys. So I, I appreciate all that. Yes, uh, I have a couple call outs. I got call outs for, um, for, um, uh, uh, bad podcasters. Okay. okay. Uh, shitty podcasters, uh, which means all other podcasters. I hope it's not us. <laughs> um, also bad fact checkers, bad fact checkers. Oh, we've had three of them. Um, yeah. Uh, Hey, Danny. Do you, uh, do you have any shout-outs or call-outs? I do have shout-outs. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, my boy Ray. Uh, thank you for changing my life, being a friend, great friend, st- hanging out, staying. Uh, all the shit you've done for me, I appreciate it. Uh, my, my nephew, Austin, man, you're my motherfucking boy. Shout-out to uh, Halsey Roofing, uh, a sponsor of ours, but, like, great people. Matt, Matt, Matt Halsey is fucking one of the best people that I know and have met. His, his dad, his mom, uh, they're, they're fucking fantastically awesome. Uh and Meredith, I enjoy listening to your podcast. I enjoy you as a person. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, Paul, thank you for coming out with us tonight. I got I got two call-outs, and that's it, man. Sal, Sal, you suck as a fact-checker. Uh, Bobby, I think you were nodding out over there. I don't know what was going on with you, but fuck you as a fact-checker, too. Uh, that's it. Uh, Paul, do you have uh, any shout-outs, uh, any call-outs? Oh, man. Too, uh, too many to claim on the shout-outs. Uh Ooh, I'm going to cut ball real quick. Right. Hey, the people I'm going to shout out more to is the people like Paul and Dan Crenshaw, who we ain't got to believe the same exact same ideology and political viewpoint. But you're, you, what you want to do for us is for the betterment of us. And those are the people that we need to elect. All right. Well, thank you, for uh, Danny, for that. Fuck I really you. appreciate that. You know, me and you are friends. I really appreciate you holding me in that high regard. I'd like to give a shout out to the American people. We live in a great country. People can... Do a lot of things. We have a lot, a lot of opportunities here. Uh, I'd just like to give a shout out to the American people. We're gonna get through COVID. We're gonna get through everything. Um, just you know, be tough, brave the storm, and we'll get through it. Be careful. Uh, do things based on logic, and let's keep the American system rolling and good. And uh, we'll keep this going. Like I said, just keep making good choices. We'll be a good country. Everville, Twenty years from now, Everville, Everville Lake like Paul, any, like Paul Rackhouse. Thank you very much, Paul. Any 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 call outs? Uh, call outs. Uh, I have a few political opponents. Gladly <laughs> take on this show when the time is right. I will call them to a debate. Polite, factually. Uh, that's we'll, we'll, we'll that's, talk. We'll talk about things. We'll have moderators. That's where Paul I, and I stop because I just want to talk shit to all y'all. I want to. I want to know where people stand. What are you going to do for the people? Politicians. Serve the people. We're public servants. We get a salary, and we get a salary. It's not about our own goals. It's about helping the people. Because uh, I got to hand this country off to the next generation of uh, youngsters. I grew up in a gay, great country where I could do what I want to do, where I could bodybuild. I thought he's I could gay. work in a refinery, make some money off investments. I could do whatever I want to do, and I grew up in a great country like that. I want to hand that off to the next generation. To Danny's kids. Great kids, yeah. They're fuck sticks, though. Awesome, I'm man. Playing. Hello. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Hey, Paul. Paul. Yeah. Hey, Paul, thank you, man, for coming out and talking Thank to you us. for everything. Hey, uh, sometimes, Sal, thank hey. you for being here. You're my guy, Sal. Love that, you. That big-ass nose of you I love so much. All right. Take care. Thank you, guys. See you next time. Hey, St. Louis, can you hear me, baby? One love. 
boom, tough acting to acting. You ain't been through something. The system full of niggas that wanted to live a little different. Stack money, knowing that these jobs ain't given. You a rah-rah nigga, don't understand that language. Deposits in the bank, night, rah-rah in the face. Embrace the hate, nigga stole my way. Napkin, plate, cake, I'm forever gon' eat. Yum yum nigga all over my face Come get a taste, life is great Exposing the fake, stay the fuck about my way We gone, so on that my location is all up north I fly to where I can't be found My year, fuck off, I'm a spirit